Cold gales blow from the windy city across the astral sea to Icewind Dale, where intrepid heroes seek to end the everlasting winter. Huddled around a single hot dog and a bottle of Malort, the party works to stay warm. Thinko. Pairs of hands extend over the steaming sausage. Hello, it's Ricky Steele, half-elf bard at your service. At your leisure, whatever the task, it will be my pleasure. Hi, it's Skid, the Goblin Druid. It's the moon that circles me. That's my orcish pal Thrax here. Thrax, by my bow, we fight for the wolf tribe. Yeah, wolf tribe here. They call this one the Pilgrim. And this one is a human life cleric who worships the paths. This one is here to accompany those who walk. Hey, name's Barry, Barry Paca. Portal wizard here and proprietor of the Den of Inquities. Best damn tattoo parlor in the Ten Towns. Best offense is a strong defense in my book. Together, they press into the winds to fracture the freeze over Ten Towns and bring an end to the Frost Maiden who conjured it. We're at Studios Presents The Chicago Table. <laughs> Back, welcome back, everyone. Cheer, cheers and clinkies. Cheers yes. and clinkies. Here, post, post the holidays. Oh, good to be back. Oh, Christ- Christmas, Christmas Day. Cheers, Teach. Merry Christmas. Santa baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, my Lord, delicious. <laughs> All right, well, last time uh, was quite a bit a while ago. Uh, so we'll rehash a little bit more. Uh, there was the blood night that happened where a bunch of almost uh, frozen creatures freakish looking former humanoids came and attacked the town cold uh, juicers Shandir. cold as, juicers as yes. thrax called them i like that name a lot they attacked prince shandir there was a uh, strong defense um of the city uh you saw candor and um oh yeah. roland's uh Roland. basically their ability in combat uh questioning what they used to do um there's a lot of information dumped with the characters themselves in terms of their family members. Uh, we met all of Barry's family as well, since they, yeah, uh, he and Barry both Barry. Uh, hail from Brinchandir. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Pilgrim, you spoke with uh, the speaker. She uh, told you um, a significant amount of information. She kind of uh, enlisted you as someone who uh, does does good, so to speak, or is. Excuse more to the good side of things in the world. Uh, I need, to even, I need to even that out. I'm trying to go true neutral, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just joking. Need to go do some shitty things around town. <laughs> he gotcha. <laughs> to go pull down some pants. Nah, I'm chilling. Uh, the sheriff, Sheriff Marshall, he got uh, quartered and hung. Flayed, yeah. Flayed by mm-hmm. the uh, creatures, so he is Brutal. no longer around there. Uh, the city, well, you'll walk through the city momentarily when you guys are leaving. You guys stayed at Barry's house. Where you insisted on his family making a dinner for them, uh, basically invited yourselves. Uh, actually, after you all met up post uh, post the combat, uh, Barry thought you guys were meeting at the Den of Inquity, but rather you Wrong. guys went to his parents' house and <laughs> dumb, dumb. showed up there until he showed up. Uh huh. 
Uh, there he had a, a dinner with the family, uh, some members of the militia, uh, Barry's whole family. Uh, Barry's sister got her poster of Ricky Steele signed by him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe that's kind of where we were left off, like you guys were about to uh, head out. We probably should have listened to the end of the last episode. Yeah, but we didn't. Um, Ricky also went and visited Roland. Yes. And uh, Roland right. revealed some stuff. Yes. I don't stuff want to say being, too uh, much more. Juicy stuff. Stuff being uh, the identity of Ricky Steele's mother, who is known as the queen of the rage tribe of the tiger. And Pilgrim sat there just just drinking all the tea. That's correct. Listening listening in, but was sworn to secrecy by Ricky. Damn. <laughs> yeah, so you guys are all at, uh, we'll just say you're all at Barry's house. Since I believe I believe that's what we were, uh, where we kind yeah. of ended up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think uh, you guys spent the night there for your last night, so I'll say that uh, we'll just continue on after the long rest. Yeah, I think one of the last things we did before bed was get activated with the Bloodstone. That's correct. Found out there was a, the closest member of the Sunblight family was in Targos, which is a small jaunt away from Bryn Shander. Yes, it's uh, two hours walking, one hour riding. Um, not very far at all. It's the closest city. As we were crashing, I think we said that was going to be our plan, hitting the road, hitting mm-hmm. Targos. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that'll be our plan upon uh, awakening. So yes, uh, uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, I believe... Uh, I believe there are some things I think we already had the, uh, the morning, so we will skip by kind of the pleasantries there. Um, I think that's when, I think that's actually when uh, the sister got the, the autograph was actually in the morning. So. And the white wolves took off. They yes. went into the tundra to look after books. Yeah, they're looking for they're looking mm-hmm. for certain books that uh, Avarice had sent them on. Breakfast wine, standard procedure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Breakfast wine. Breakfast wine. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I gotta get the voices again for all the, the Evans whole family here. Uh, yeah, you got it. So you guys, uh, you guys are awake. Uh, you guys are about to leave uh, leave the house after you'd seen off everyone else. Um, before you leave, uh, Barry, your mother hands you a little satchel. Uh, she had made some food for you guys, like uh, rations for the trip to to the uh, to Targos. Oh, thanks, mom. So just like a little bit of lunch. Mm-hmm. She you made a marshmallow sandwich for each Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Marshmallow fluff bag. sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> or do we get them in paper bags with our names on them? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's little, bad. Little paper bags with your names on them. <laughs> Dude, marshmallow fluff might be the most Midwest thing ever yeah. invented. Thanks, Mrs. Packer. Yeah, thanks, thank you, Mrs. Packer. Thanks for the ink. We love it. Yeah, you're welcome. It was good to do that for you. Yeah, really appreciate it. And uh, you let me know when... Uh, Little one comes about, and I, I no, point, safe, point at her pregnant belly a little bit. You be safe. Yeah, always are. And uh, he's in. I'll give him a couple extra keys to to Deneb's rest. If you guys are ever on the road and need a place to stay, when you're in uh, Denival, is a uh, little spot. Uh, hell yeah, brother! Thanks, Good to hear that. Thank you so much. And they'll family. they'll send you off out out uh, out the door and uh, into the town. Um, Giving them each a hug before we leave. Absolutely. Yeah. Your brother's still asleep on the couch as usual. So he's he's still asleep, snoring away. Yeah, just give him a look. But everyone else give a hug and then head out. Uh, DM, is there a feather uh, upon his very yeah, mouth? Yeah, blowing up and down. Okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Barry, you're such a nice family. 
Yeah, hey, sir. It's a welcoming and wholesome and present and alive. That they're so nice. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, they're pretty welcoming people. Thank you for sharing. Thanks for not uh, really poking around my room too much. I appreciate the... We saw many things there. Was we we quite, poked a lot. Quite strange. Yeah. Well, let's go. Let's go to Targos. Fascination with elves is beyond my understanding. Yeah, one day we'll have a few uh, brews and maybe we'll talk about it. Do you want ears, Barry? Point, do you want pointy ears? Uh, no. No. Uh, those are cool, though. I like yours. How's the town looking as we're walking out? So, yeah, you guys are leaving. Uh, you guys will be leaving Cranberry and Asais. Then you're heading west and towards the center of town. Uh, you see a lot of scorching, a uh, place where fires have burnt. Uh, there are also some blood stains here and there in the snow. It hasn't snowed yet. The weather's clearish today. Um, you can still smell the aroma of burnt corpse uh, from the bonfire in the center of town, which you eventually come upon. It is now just like basically a smoldering pile of ash and burnt wood, and you see some bone in there, etc. Uh, there are some people mourning. Um, they are, you know, sitting around, kind of, you know, writing little missives and putting them into the, what's left of the the ruins of the the center of town. Grim, do you want do you want to do anything, say anything? Um, what is people's past starting for their death breath? They're. Their path continues. Yeah, but they're starting. Grim's kind of confused at your like concept of death a little bit. But they died. The life path is dead. Mm-hmm. Stopped. Now they're on a new path because they're dead. Well, the path just continues. Well, a lot of times people say stuff when people die, like they know about like funeral rites and stuff. This one is not familiar with what that what you speak of, but uh, it's like. The way of the tribe to say goodbye. It seems as though to this one that you have something that you would like to say. No, no, no. They're all just fucking burning flesh to me. I want to take their eyes, if anything, but that's insensitive. Maybe a hand. No, 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 no. We gotta let them lie. That shit was fucked up last night. Think of all the, think of all the mothers that don't have sons, you know? They just, they lost the kids, they lost the brothers and sisters, and they left behind the pack. Well, if it makes you feel any better, Skid, um... May these who have left the path of the living continue their path of the dead. May those who continue their path here remember them and wish them eternal luck and fortune upon their new enlightened path. Skid's looking at him and starts smiling and nodding his head. Yes, yes, yes. That does make me feel better. Thank you. That was perfect. He'll shrug and walk. Pilgrim will shrug and walk away. <laughs> so at the center of town, you walk around the uh, the burnt, uh, basically the former pyre that was there, and you head up the north path because you know you need to leave the north gate, which uh, the path leads north of the city, and then hooks drastically west to where Targos is located. Uh, Targos is located near uh, Meriduldon, which is a large lake. Um, it is it's one of the three large lakes as you've already seen the other two this is one that you haven't seen yet uh from what you guys know that targos uh have any of you guys been to targos i don't think so no i don't travel out that way probably not outskirts yeah i I think i've been there yeah you probably traveled there Mm -hmm. and so uh so targos uh you'll know it well it's one of the three major cities uh for if you're gonna count 
the smaller ones, but this is the second biggest city. Uh, small, like minor history before you get there. Everyone, I'll describe things more in depth when we get to the, the city itself. But you would know that uh, this used to be the biggest city of Ten Towns and is the longest standing city of Ten Towns. Uh, and it used to, the uh, Chander used to just be a tent city uh, while um, Targos was actually the major city of, of Ten Towns. Uh, eventually, Brinchandir, as you can see now, became the most pop populous and biggest city of all. Um, shit, I was gonna ask. Some, oh, are we are we hook it, hoofing it or beaking it? I think we Beak. jumped off our beaks. I think we would have to redo the rental. It's only oh. a two-hour walk. I just walk it. Walk. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's no, a, it's I'm, a two-hour cool walk. With that. Yep. This okay. is probably the safest route, as it's two of the major cities. These are both major walled cities. Um, and so this is a commonly traversed path, uh, especially for the length of travel. And between Brinchandir and Targos, you could basically get, you know, any amount of goods or services since these basically are the ones that deal with most of trade. Uh, Brinchandir with most of trade from the east part of Ten Towns and Targos from the most part with the west part of Ten Towns. Uh, and then both of them reap the benefits of anything coming from Faerun to the south. Um... What's Along? weather like, by the way? I'm sorry. I didn't What's interrupt. that? Go ahead. What's weather like, by the way? Weather it's uh it's it's not a it's not a snowy day. Uh, it's probably you know pushing negative fifty two, negative forty eight, somewhere <laughs> in that range. But um, otherwise, it, it's it's a more clear day. And again, it's never really bright out. Uh, the aurora is not there, but you would assume that it is potentially daytime. Okay. In terms of you know using any sort of time. Uh, Pilgrim walking up close to Skid kind of ask him about uh, our intentions in, in Targos and say, uh, um, this one's curious. In, in Targos, we spoke of finding your your friend Thrax a new mount, as well as searching for another Dwergar. Sunblight, yes? Yeah, we got the Sunblight like exact location. Um, but last time we fought a Sunblight, it was a nasty motherfucker. I would cast the heat metal on him. That's what this one recalls as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's mean. I guess uh, I'll say this in earshot of everyone else, not just a private conversation, just to put that out there. <laughs> Fire didn't hurt him. Fucking poison didn't hurt him. He was a beast. Yeah, the one who was mentioning his daddy? Yeah, he told his daddy he was going to unfurl justice and pain on all of us. What is it that the Pathwalkers want to do to this one? Not this one meaning this one, but this one meaning the Sunblight. <laughs> that one. <laughs> That one, thank you. Yeah. Demonstrative adjectives are sometimes tricky. Yes. Uh, do we Good kill? addition, buddy. Yeah, I mean, I want to taunt him before he dies. That's something I want to do to him. I want to take his eye. Uh, oh, yeah, let's get that eye. Yeah, I think he'd be a valuable eye. Well, he's still alive. It doesn't matter. Okay. But I think he should be dead. Yes. I think we should take the eye alive. Um... But if being honest, the dark all kind of been confusing me, and they're kind of everywhere. So I think if we got him in a position where he fucking had to talk to us, had to tell us some answers, and the last one we met, he was proud to tell us, like it was his big plan. He was happy. He thought he was gonna win. Um, and then yeah, and then I think once we grill him, we could kill him, and then we could send some of his parts to his father. Uh, but that was just my thought. Maybe not. Maybe not. No, I like that. But, uh, yeah, I don't really know about Targos. And I know mounts, and they might be able to buy one here, I think. Um, 
this one just wants to say that, um, Skid, as this one was saying earlier, uh, path, the path does not end with death. This one can speak with those on that path now. That's fucking scary. So if things go south, it's not necessarily a bad idea to go lethal. That's we so can still get information from the sunlight. That's kind of sketchy, don't you think? You can talk to them when they're dead. Yeah, sketchy shit. This one doesn't find it sketchy. This one just understands it as another path. Yeah, that's just magic we've seen. Voodoo yeah. magic. You call it magic, this one calls it willpower. Okay. Who knows where it comes from? So we kill the sunblight. Uh, yeah, I, I say we try to squeeze them a little bit. And again, especially about just where all this shardling's going, you know? All this cursed magic shit has got to be going. They've got to be building something. And uh, I know we mentioned a dragon last time. That has been stuck in my brain like a... Uh, bad uh, splinter. Splinter, yeah. Yeah, but well, maybe a broken needle in one's skin. That'd be, that'd be a, that'd be a pain. That came out darker than this one expected. Well, the one thing is, like, we know exactly where the prey is gonna be. So, like, the hunt, we already know where it is. We need to be smart about how we initiate either the fight, the talk, the squeeze. You just can't just walk in balls to the wall. Yes, we should probably find out if they're using some kind of secret route to get to that base in the mountain that yeah. their father's in. We can even we can even fucking just hang out and wait and follow him. See where he goes, who he hangs with. Yeah. You know? If he's on his own, if he goes different places. And I know uh, and we don't even know if it's him or if it's brother, it could be anybody. Yeah, we could uh, I know Traveller, uh, you've been telling me about you can uh you can feel people through uh through solid earth and things, right? This one can listen to the way that they walk. Yeah, so maybe he could do some spying for us. Uh, something to remember, uh, you know. That thing might, he might turn invisible. You know, he might uh, enlarge. And he might be uh, resistant to fire. So all things to consider if we have to fight him. If it's a big city, we should be able to keep a low profile. Maybe, maybe, you know, low key at the town. Ricky, low key. I can do low key. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you have a low uh, profile to you. What does that mean? Is that a dig on me? That was a joke. You haven't sucked and fucked your way through Targus yet, have you? No, I have not visited Targus yet. Nor would I suck and fuck my way there until I know the content and quality of its characters and the people there. <laughs> Is your Roland on your back too right now? You okay. make it sound like it's like bone marrow. <laughs> By the way, Ricky, uh... I put my hand on his back. I appreciate you not uh, laying a finger on a strawberry. Appreciate you taking the high road. Oh, shit, Thrax, that's right. And I give Thrax <laughs> five gold pieces. Ah, uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I feel like the quality of my character has been called under question. I would Whoa. not touch your family members. I appreciate that. Unless they were actually attractive. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, not much you could do with those flippers. No, not much. Well, remember, they all have normal hands. Or not normal, but Ninja Turtle hands. Like three, a thumb and two opposable big not fingers. Like Barry. Barry's the adopted son. So you guys continue north towards the north gate. Uh, as you are arriving at the north gate, you see the north look. You see a familiar face uh, sitting down next to a barrel. 
uh, covered in snow from the night before, and that would be Speaker Trovis, who is outside asleep with a bottle of wine between his legs. Then he's just snoring away. He's on patrol. Best leave him be. <laughs> he has like some minor wounds because you know he stayed behind and helped defend. Uh, let's see, what was that? I think it was at Kelvin's Comfort he was at. So he helped defend there. He made his way to the North Look after the combat was over, and obviously continued drinking. What was his weapon? You didn't see that. Okay. Um, so you guys get to the gate. Uh, the guards, they nod to you. Uh, you're fairly well known in the city now, um, especially after word has gotten around, um, especially you going to the uh, town hall and staying at the speakers for a moment uh, during the worst parts of the, uh, the attack. Um, and as you're leaving, uh, a small, a small uh, teenager, almost teenage person, tugs on uh, Pilgrim's, Pilgrim's uh, cl- clothing. Hmm? Yes, little one. Uh, excuse me, sir. I think you uh, you dropped this. My apologies. And he holds out a little piece of paper to you. Uh, Grim will very skeptically uh, grab the paper. All right. Have a good day. Thank you. And he runs off uh, back towards the center of town. Um, there's no way I fucking dropped anything, right? I barely have anything to drop, man. You I definitely have, did have, not drop anything. I have a book and a staff. Yes, you definitely did not drop anything. Okay. I'll open it up. Careful, Anthrax. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those days are... Pat- that's before COVID, man. <laughs> Fuck. Um, Just opening it? Yeah, so, of course. In the, uh, in the paper. Explodes in his face. Uh, written in uh, some fairly nice handwriting. Uh, you see a little note that says... Careful with Nerth. Shady. Uh, shady companions. Shady background questionable motives careful with nerth nerth yes do i know that name yes you saw it on a piece of paper that was being sent around oh about one about the speakers that's correct the speaker of targos right and you see a little line and a ds signed at the bottom got it and when you finish reading it got it it starts igniting and kind of embers sick Uh, I'm gonna try to make sure that no one else saw that. If you all want to try to see it, that's fine. But what's that you have there? I wouldn't have noticed. Oh, it would, it would seem just... like this. It's pretty fucking busy. Like there are people out. This is still again one of the biggest one of the biggest cities. So there is like people moving around and stuff. People would not have noticed this in the bustle of the gates, especially people bringing goods in and people bringing the dead out, etc. It's like there's a lot going on. So it'd be very. Unless someone was specifically watching you and really paying attention to you, they probably would not have noticed it. I'll just say, I mean, they probably heard the kid, so I'll just be like, just a farewell from the speaker of Brenshandir. And we're getting pretty close to the gates of Targus? Yeah, you're at the, nor- you're, no, you're at the north gate of Brenshandir. Oh, so okay. you're, you're leaving the city right now. Beauty. Cool. You guys are on good terms with that good meat and Brenshandir stuff, right? Absolutely. and That's good shit. She gave a Warning, just keep your wits about when we go to Targos. Um, safe to say this one will speak to the speaker. Always, buddy. Speaker of Targos? Yes. Right. Now, that's not like a top priority, though, right? Not necessarily, okay. but just wits about you and. Yeah, low profile. Yeah. Um, Eyes open. Let's hit the road? 
Has anybody got I'm... anything else to do? You want to say goodbye to Roland, Ricky? No, I'm good. They'll, they'll be fine. Nah. Uh... Pretty sure they're just drinking. It was pretty good on the battlefield, okay? Then let's hit the road, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. I look towards uh, Pilgrim. Yeah, that, uh, you know, that city's got a long history, uh, uh, the strands of, uh, the roots of deception and, you know, political shit run deep in that city, so uh, we gotta be extra careful. Age can not only cause a person to become cynical, but a city as well, and so maybe they have become, unfortunately, sometimes a bed of skeptic subterfuge at times, and that's what the speaker warned us about, so what's about you? Yeah. Everyone good with everything in Bryn Shandir? Time Absolutely. to go? Yeah, take one last long look, mournful look, and hit the road. <laughs> you think of anyone in particular? No, no. Do you, do you rub a particular locket that you have? No, I don't do that. <laughs> I don't do that, no. All right, so you guys head out of the city from the North Gate. Uh, the ground here, uh, as evidenced by uh, some of the uh, things that you see on the side of the road, there is there are larger piles of snow. Uh, you do see some axe beaks and a contraption that looks like a plow. Uh, so basically, the road here is uh, set in stone, and it is plowed. Uh, since it is the biggest, uh, basically the biggest commuting besides uh, the East Way going to East Haven, uh, this is the other biggest, most traveled road. And so it is very easy walking. There's nothing to really worry about. Uh, there's guards posted here and there eventually about an hour in. You kind of see these two little, um, like, makeshift, uh, I don't know, like, smaller towers. But you can see it with uh, showing the flags of both Bryn Shandir and Targos. Targos's flag, which we have not seen yet, is a blue flag with the image of a black ship on it. All these flags are so sick. Color uh, combo-wise. and like... Image of it, here's the picture. Oh, I have the big one right here. Here you are. So this is, that's actually not bigger, but oh, lovely. that is the symbol of it. So it's blue with a black ship on it. What's their lock called? Muldeen? Uh, it is called, sorry. <laughs> uh, Mare Duolden. Mare Duolden. D-U-A-L-D-O-N. And you see the, the towers there that kind of symbolize the jurisdiction of the two cities. And you enter into Targo's territory and continue down the main path. <clears throat> Once again, the path is uneventful. You see plenty of traders, people moving back and forth, uh, people in winter gear. Obviously, everyone's still bundled up because it is frigid. But uh, this does seem like, uh, for the most part, the most normal part of uh, society. If any of you guys have been down south, uh, outside of Icewind Dale, you'd recognize this as like the most uh, common place of, like, say, uh, uh, that. God, I can't remember the name right now. The large road that goes from Neverwinter to... Uh, uh, Trivor Trail. Waterdeep. Yeah, no, yeah, Trivor Trail. Um, yeah, the other campaign you ran for us? Yeah, no, I'm yeah. just joking. Uh, so basically, like, yeah, so it's a very, this is a very well-used path, and, and it's, it's safe, safe as can be. I mean, of course, there's going to be like some bandit raids here and there, but this is not one of those days. Sure. You guys approach, then, Targos. Tyros is another walled city. It's uh, surrounded by a large wooden wall, unlike Brinchandir, uh, which is mostly made of earth and uh, packed packed ground. Um, the, the entire town is encircled, uh, protects the city from orcs, threats from the wilderness, etc. Uh, the wall extends out onto the lake, which you can see. 
Let me give you a picture of this. I'll give you an idea by moving you guys into Targos. You said the wall was made of uh, wood. wood instead of uh, like the... Instead the, of like molded earth, yeah, gotcha. et cetera. So it's like... Bridge Chandir mostly has a molded earth with uh with like wood ba- like basically blasting right. it essentially. Um, and then this it, is older though. Yeah. So then from the picture here that I've now moved you guys into Targos Ooh, cool. is a circular city. Uh, their wall actually goes uh, extends into the lake. Uh, they use that as protection for their ships. Uh, Targos is the most major fishing city of all of ten towns. And I'll say I won't call it a town because it is large in city. The population is a little over a thousand. Uh, once again, uh, there's a plethora of services you can get here. You know that, um, at least, yeah, I guess you guys would all know this just from the general ideas that you would know that you can buy basically anything you want here, but if you were to buy, they specialize in very specialty fishing, fishing goods. So if you're going to buy anything in terms of boats, fishery stuff, etc., you'd buy that here. This is what they specialize in. This is what their town was built off of. Uh, this lake is deeper than the most than uh, the other ones. And therefore, the ice you can actually see post the, uh, a little bit past the walls, the ice is broken up and it's deep enough where the water's churned enough where it's not frozen over completely. Uh, the water within the walls is frozen, but you see plenty of fishing boats still on the ice and you see people dragging it out there since you guys have left in the morning. So you can see people getting ready for coming in from earlier fishing or even going out for uh, midday fishing, etc. Um, they're dragging their boats across the ice and moving it to where the water is uh, fluid and moving. Well, how sad was Skid on the walk for two hours? He was happy. <laughs> he was happy. Um, but I will say right before we get to Targos, like when we're approaching the gates, um, Skid would have pulled out some like ashes of a burned leaf and would have cast uh, Pass Without a Trace. I know we're like traveling and people are going to see us, but um, you can't be tracked except by magical means. And you don't leave behind footprints, and just to kind of like shape to the shadows a little bit more than usual, just to fly under the radar. So not for, yeah, so, so people more, don't you're see more subtle. Us. Yeah, people yeah, are just, just aren't paying just attention. Just to be a little bit more subtle. Mm-hmm. Very good. And that's for an hour. What what do the gates look like as we approach? Are there guards uh, or or you know we're walking up to that main gate on the south side? Then I'm guessing, right, Jesse? Yeah. So you will be yes. So you're heading to the yeah the south side. There's a there's a fork. You do see a sign. Uh, these walls are pretty, you know, fairly tall and everything as you're approaching the front of the city. There's a fork in the road here. There's another little guard post. Uh, there's a sign that says to Termaline, which is to the east. And to the west at this fork is the main gate of Bryn Shandir. There's only one main gate here uh, rather than, in, or sorry, Bryn Shandir, it's in Targos. Um, so the, the main gate here is a large, large iron gate. Uh, it is now open. Obviously, during, during the day, it stays open. Uh, Unlike Sprint Chandir, which had three entrances and exits from the city, this one only has one. There's only one entrance, and it is fortified significantly. <coughs> Excuse me. Are there guards on duty? There are certainly guards on duty. The this place, this city, you could tell has a large militia, and they are quite. Uh, I'd say they're a little bit more rigid than the Bryn Chandir guards. Uh, they seem to have run a little bit tighter of a ship, but again, it's like they're not. You know. Accosting people, they're not shaking people it just down. Feels this a little is, bit more militaristic. Yes, here. it feels it feels a little more uh, uptight, well run, uptight, and, old. Yeah, okay, old. You know, mm. fucking boomers. Like, like a to, British guard. Like if you go to Boston instead of Chicago. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only thing I could think of, and literally the Bulls are playing the Celtics right now. So you guys are uh, you guys enter to the front of the town. 
Uh, no one kind of pays you mind. Uh, they don't really have a like. You, there's guards checking, like looking at people. Uh, you guys have passed without a trace, so they're gonna kind of they're just gonna assume that you're part of the normal rabble. Uh, no one really, no one really bothers stopping you. No one's checking IDs or anything like that. There's nothing of the sort of that here. And DM, can you remind me how the bloodstone works? It's something you can only activate once per day. Um, I'm sorry, I forgot. Uh, the bloodstone you can activate whenever you'd like. Okay. And it will immediately tell you the so, uh, location of the closest so relative. Just give it a subtle squeeze just to kind of get our bearings in relation to where that person might be. All right, I will give you a pulse on the map. And it is, you feel it on the north, what, northwest side. Ah, uh, still here, northwest. Let him come up with the plan, but he's here. They're here. Whoever they are. Do we find a place to rest and stake them out? Maybe close by there. Yeah, maybe get some lodging close by there. Potentially keep an eye on them. This one thinks we should get a, a room that we can call a base, but then immediately search out the city and see what we can find out. All right. Um. Oh, we, 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 I mean, we, we just long rested. I don't think we need to like actually rest, right? I'm saying no, no, get a room to, yeah, yeah. right by there and oh, stake, right by there. stake it out. Yeah. Oh, case the joint. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah, case so let's the get joint. a room right next to where the yeah. dude is. Sorry. Yeah. Ricky, do you want to stop one of the friendly looking passerbyers? Get a lay of the land? See if there's an inn up there. And I'll, and I'll be like... It, it's like this road, but like four or five blocks up on the corner. Heard. Is there anyone nearby that I could stop that looks fairly friendly? Yeah, uh, people here do look just fairly friendly. The civilians, at least. I'll find someone that looks a little... Just plain Jane. Milk toast. A lot of people here look milk toast. Who's we'll ever closest? You. Hello. <laughs> Oh, sorry there, buddy. I didn't see you there for a second. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing quite all right on this fine morning. Uh, weather's doing well, pretty clear skies today. Can't say I'm disappointed with it. Um, I'm new in town. Where I'm actually traveling with a troop here. Um, would you happen to know of a place to rest? Well, we welcome. Uh, it's good to have you in these parts. It's a pleasure. First time here, so. Oh, me and the missus, we love it here. Uh, it's a fine city, it looks like. Um, again, like um, an inn or a... a a tavern, any place with rooms that we could rent for the night. Well, certainly, if you go uh, just due east, uh, you'll find the Luskin Arms. And I'll flash that to you. That's east, right along the lake. Uh, there's a pier coming out from it. Uh, you can, so people were able to come here, dock boats, and actually stay right at the inn, which is right on the water. Uh, yeah, there's the Luskin Arms over there. Um, right out there north, there's that, there are uh, three flags sailing. That place is great. Uh, three flags sailing is ooh, that is the tavern. Uh, you can't miss it. You can't actually. You can't miss the Luskin Arms. Uh, did, I even t- did I tell you about that yet? I don't think I did. Well, no, no. <laughs> you, you know why it's not. called the Luskin Arms? Yes, tell me, please. Well, Luskin there is uh, that there down uh, that city of sails down there. It used to be the uh, you know everyone said it was the furthest north of Faerun, but it wasn't because we were up here. Yes. So it's called the Luskin Arms, because... Well, a lot of people from Luskin came here and started the town, you know? Oh, okay, that makes sense now. They, they call it the Luskin Arms because they're from Luskin. Yep, town. that northern part of the, uh, the, the uh, Sword Coast, you know? Yeah, yeah I, I do understand. Yeah, how about that. it? It's pretty uh, neat. Um, it, is there an, any other place to say when maybe a little bit north? I, I like to stay near the walls. Well, uh, near the walls, there's just a bunch of residential stuff, but then uh, you got the town hall right there in the middle of the town. Uh, you know, 
just uh, just a little bit west of uh, that there three flags sailing. Okay, okay. And then uh, let's that, see here. What else we got in town? Oh, we got Truglio. Triglio. That's a uh, Triglio is the general store. That's right over there. It's just straight up north from where we're at right now. All right. Um, uh, right smack in the middle of town. Yeah. And the, the town halls, that's the, that's the place where your speaker normally stays, correct? Or at least works at during the day? Well, you know what? The speaker, he's kind of like a normal guy, just like the rest of us. And he uh, he just hangs out at the Luskin Arms. He's got the biggest suite there. All right. Um, he's a very, wonderful man. That's very interesting. Spreads money around the city. He's a good guy. Oh, All of us fishermen love him. So he's, he's redistributing wealth. Oh, yeah. He came here, uh, shit, I don't know, maybe like six years ago and... All those fishermen, we've definitely got behind him. He helped the city out more than anyone else. Oh, that's very interesting indeed. So he stays there. He's not usually at the town hall working during the day. He's just... No, he likes to be at the Luskin Arms so he can meet visitors. Okay, good. Because I'm, I'm a, a performer myself, and I would like to inquire about a business license, or at least a performing license. I don't want to step on any toes. Oh, sure. You could probably go in right over there. Sounds great. Um, anything else in general about this town that I need to know? You seem quite knowledgeable. Well, just sort of uh, just south of Triglio, there's that there, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, the bird things, the beaks, the axe beaks. Yeah, axe beaks. You can buy them over there. Yeah, it's that's the the company that rents them all out around. Yeah, Fangar runs that place, but he's kind of an asshole. Right. So you don't like Fangar? <laughs> no, he's a rich piece of shit. Uh, so is it because he doesn't redistribute his money, or is it because he's just an asshole? Well, no, he's just kind of a prick. Understood. Um, so if I'm going to deal with this Fangar fellow, I should stay firm and, uh, you know, go toe to toe with him. Don't cave to demand. Well, you know what, man? I gotta get back to work. I'll see. I'll talk to you later, though. Hey, it was great talking to you. Great to meet you. Hey, welcome to the city. Have fun. That guy's showing you a lot. He was really knowledgeable and helpful. Well, we could go to this Luskin Arms. It seems like the only place where we might get a room, but it's over that way. And Then we're rubbing shoulders with the shady fucking speaker. Well, I feel like Grim can deal with that. I just, it sounds like he's gonna be getting cahoots with this motherfucker. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. It's, I mean, it's a place to start, and it, apparently the general store is close by to where your stone pointed us to, so. Do you want to walk past to see what kind of building it is? Yes. Or just stay clear? The Three Flags place is close to there too, right? Let's just take a long walk to get to the inn, and we'll just pass it, give it a... Uh, what do they call it? A passing glance? Yeah. Cursory glance. Ocular, yeah. uh, ocular pat down. Give it a curious glance. If we all just play cool like this, and I pull out my paddle ball with my oh, yeah. ball, and I just start trying to paddle, don't because worry. He gets really distracted when he's playing this game. He might not respond to you. He uses all of his focus. Drax. 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 Rebrat. You don't mess it up. The ball falls down. Yeah. <laughs> ball snaps. I, I feel like that might make you more suspicious. You're a grown orc playing with a paddle ball and while we're walking around town. I thought this is what the people did. At that moment, how many people are walking by playing with a paddle ball? Uh, you hear conversations like, oh, hey, there, I used to play with that as a kid. <laughs> just kind of walking by. Hey, everybody stay close. We still got my uh, Booyagora up, okay? All right. And we'll uh, take a path that will lead us north past the building that we clocked as the bloodstone. All right, you guys see what it's all about and then head towards uh, the stores and the arms. There's kind of a more major road uh, that travels through the west part of town that kind of goes in a uh, crescent moon shape uh, as it follows the wall. Uh, you see a lot of very, uh, very residential buildings. Uh, a lot of them are drained with uh, 
like those uh, boat flags that tell different uh, signals, signal flags, I should say. So that's that's what I meant. Uh, like buoys, etc. Things like that. They also that. spell letters. Do you know that? Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, I, I read into those a little bit, and I'm like, those are actually pretty cool. They're super fucking cool, man. But uh, so basically, you have like, there's a lot of you see a lot of this atmosphere is based on fishing. You see like fishing nets, etc. Uh, the houses here are actually very nice, and they are made of wood. And uh, this place does look nice. Uh, they are willingly using fire. Uh, there is a large forest. The Forest of Lonely Wood is not too far, so they clearly trade a lot of fish for uh, wood from that from the forested city or forested town. And um, they obviously need it to build boats. There's a lot of, uh, if you look to the east, when you catch a little bit to the east, like down major streets, uh, you can see, you know, kind of larger buildings that would be housed for shipbuilding, etc. Uh, you pass by Triglio, the general store. Uh, and just to the south of that, you see kind of a open ranch area where you see a lot of axe beaks, different colors, wandering around, kind of grazing. Real quickly, as we're marching north, um, I kind of want to stop and just tell uh, Ricky really quickly. Uh, Ricky, this one thinks that this one needs to speak to the speaker of the town. It feels sort of disrespectful. Despite the warnings, nonetheless. Yes, I do believe that you should speak with them. Do, um, does anyone wish to join this one? No, I, I sort of want to see if there's anything like Big Nuck here, but bigger. I absolutely do not want to join. Yeah, I don't mind playing bodyguard if, uh, if you need somebody. Look at Ricky. Would you like me to come with you? Or I can stick with these two and make sure they don't get into trouble. You do have a silvered tongue. A sharp wit yes. when you decide to apply it. Yes. Well, I, I believe we'll probably get there anyway if you just want to. They stay at the bar we're going to, apparently with the biggest suite. Right, just saying. You want to head there now or you want to just, you know. Just just low profile, remember, low profile. It we gotta be... got jump on this guy. He can't know we're here. It would be in bad taste for them to hear that I arrived before I've made myself known. Yes. This one has made themselves known. Maybe maybe we don't make ourselves known at all. Yeah, the surprise is huge, I think. I, th- I think maybe you don't speak to the speaker till we settle this business. Then let this one go alone. But then they'll know if this guy is shady, if he's dealing with this man that's a tip-off. It's a bold assumption, but this one is the speaker of Ten Towns. And this one needs to at least approach the situation. He's not wrong. It's a, could be a political gaffe on... Pilgrim's part if he does not show face. He's just wandering around another speaker's town. Well, all I'm saying is when you're hunting something, you don't go out in the middle of the field putting yourself out there so that it can see you. And this is why you're the hunter and this one is the prey. This one has probably already been spotted by the speaker's watch. No They're, way is that important. Uh, they don't even know. What, do they have pictures of you? How do they know that That's it's you? This guy's shady, Duvessa said. Yeah. Many letters have gone out with descriptions of speakers. This one is sure, surely aware that the Pilgrim is the speaker of Goodmead. This one will go alone. That's fine. It will be a short conversation, just a simple hello. This yeah. one will mention nothing of you. I was just thinking, yes, give yourself a day's wait, but... Gotta do what you gotta do. Be careful. I'll attend you, Grim. 
Barry, keep them out of trouble, please. Yeah, I got you. And whenever we want to split off. Keep us out of trouble, they say. Yeah. Keep us out of trouble. We're trying to keep a small profile here. Keep us out of trouble. This is... is, is, You hear that as you two uh, walk away from the party? This is outrageous. (laughs) We're the ones careful. He goes to the woods. He walks up to the... Remember when he went to the woods and that big creature came after us? He goes right to the speaker, who he just heard was shady. Walking his path. Technically, we don't know that. Oh, that's true. I didn't even know that. <laughs> I, I, I alluded to it. It's fine. You're, you're good. I didn't even. Yeah, I think he said that. He, he did not. He did not tell us. Mm, no, no I said, said that, that the speaker warned me of the speaker in Targos, but it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was alluded to. Oh. He could infer that. That's fine. I thought he said the speaker wished you a farewell in the the kid. No, and the then I went on a little bit further. Yeah. Help me, careful. Um, if they're doing that, you want to just go eyeball the place that Bloodstone's at? See what it looks like. If it's a house. If it's a warehouse. Yeah, let's give it a walk just, by. Just walk by and then come back. Yeah. All right. The three of you, uh, you guys head to the north. You continue past Triglio. Uh, and you guys uh, make it to the northwestern part of the city where the ping went off. On this walk, when we're trying to walk through there, though, like, I think, you know, Skid and I will be looking for crowds of people or things to, like, Walk right behind, you know. Yeah, there's to, there's plenty of there's plenty of hustle and bustle here. This is one of the most populous cities. Our win- uh, and our winter hoods are totally over. Our- there's people there's people going around, uh, either dragging things in, uh, carrying like, you know, large uh, pole like two guys carrying poles with like a bunch of fish lined up, strung up along it, etc. Over their shoulders. Um, someone bringing boiling water here and there. Uh, wood moving back and forth. People taking. Uh, moving sleds with things. It's it's a very busy city. Okay. I imagine Barry kind of splits off from you guys, like maybe 10, 15 feet behind, because I'm, I have minus to stealth. And uh, even, I mean, I, we might still have your spell up, but. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just kind of waddling uh, behind y'all, slowly following, keeping yeah. suit. We just want to get an eyeball on the building yep. and then turn around and go back. Yep. The building looks like just like every other residential building in the area. Residential. Residential. Okay. So it looks like a a home or a place of living. Yes. Two stories. Can we just get a kind of ocular pat down of the doors, windows, alleys? Looks like just like every other house. Looks like a normal thing. And we'll just, we'll just kind of, you know, mark that Uh, in our heads. It looks just as uh, upkept with as any other building. Uh, Nothing looks out of place. Is it an alley entrance? Is it off? Is it on the corner? Front, Front entrance, right? And the right where you're walking straight up to. If we circle around it, is there a back door? Uh, you'd have to walk through like the alleys, and you'd see that there is not a back door. Okay, cool. So one one entrance and exit. Windows and the front door. We'll circle back around, and uh, were we meeting up at Luskin Arms and getting a room there? All right, that's where we're ahead. Yeah. I, th- I thought we were going to Three Flags, no? Yeah, I thought we were going to Three Flags, and me cool. and Elliot are heading to cool, cool, cool. Uh, Lucy Arms. Are, yeah, yeah. We don't want to stay where that asshole's at, cool, cool, cool. and also I don't want to judge too much. It could be more of a political thing. So I Lusk- just... Luskin Arms is the Luskin. Luskin Arms, where uh, Ricky and Pilgrim are headed to. We'll head to Three, three Flags, flags or is the place that's very close to the marked building. Closer. Closer. Yeah, yeah. I'll say to Skid and Thrax. Uh, yeah. Looks like the streets are pretty busy here. Uh, if we could ever get uh, Pilgrim back here, we could have him put his ear to this building. Yeah, we're checking out, maybe right. see if he hears anything, uh, you know, can make out kind of what's going on in there. We well, could try doing that ourselves. 
I think he uh, has something with the path where he can really read it well, but we could try, but I think he's got some like extrasensory thing going on. Magic. Well, I can tell you he's on the second floor in the third building facing that way. You see that? I don't know who else is in there. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, I kneel down. You make that up. And I'll show him the bloodstone. Not this time. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and All I'll right. hop, hop up on his shoulders and we'll go to the three flags. Ricky and Pilgrim, you are headed east towards the Luskin Arms. Uh, you see the spanning lake in front of you. Uh, is the interior... You guys can imagine that if this was unfrozen, this would be one of the nicest looking areas uh, on any sort of body of water and is also well organized and well maintained. Uh, granted that there's ice now, there are people who have built almost like uh, temporary cart paths where they can put the boats on rudimentary wooden wheels and make it easier for the fishermen to move the boats out onto the unfrozen water outside of the wall you can kind of see some of the churning water out there that's actually unfrozen <clears throat> as you're walking through the east part of the city uh you guys head down there's a slight little gap because it goes down to almost beachfront technically like beachfront and you know lake beachfront mm-hmm. um so there's like a little bit of a dip uh, a little bit path downwards towards the front of the water the Liskin's arms is right on the on the main pier and is against the water Outside, there's a kid holding a newspaper. Hey there, come and get it! The Targos Chum! Fresh paper, hot today! It's the dumbest fucking name for a newspaper I've ever heard of. Ricky Hey there, mister, want a newspaper? Yes, I would like a newspaper, please. Thank you very much. I'll hand you the newspaper. The Targos Chum. (laughs) There's a few articles in it. Uh, One of them, uh, if you just happen to look at it, one of them uh, says that Triglio has two X-Beats for sale. Uh, another one uh, explains how a spy was apprehended and it gives details into the spy um, and it's kind of a more of a, a case piece uh, talking about the a spy in their miss and the speaker and the head of the militia who I believe they both name in the article yes so the you will know that the speaker his name is Nerth Maxodonar and the head of the militia is Skath Nath and Nath. and Scath. Wow, I mean, those sound good like names. pretty good dudes. <laughs> um, when Ricky says dumb, uh, Pilgrim's going to twitch a little bit and kind of pull Ricky aside and just say, uh, Ricky, um, you are clearly a gifted musician and performer, but uh, this one can assume you're also maybe a bit of a thespian. Hmm. Sometimes. Well, then this one requests that this might be one of those times that you play dumb, and we both play dumb, yeah. and not too pointed. You want me to put on a performance, a show? Not, not necessarily a show, but more of an, an act. I've got it. I think I know the perfect thing. By the way, would you mind um, consulting the paths really quickly before we get there? And draw your symbol in the ground so I might examine it. Of course. Uh, just looks exactly like this, and he'll uh, put his staff in the ground and then draw, like, the circles and lines through it, the cross with the two circles kind of facing, half circles facing outwards. Ricky kneels down and just looks at it. Very interesting. With his head pointed at the ground, I'll, um, like, try to decept- cast, I'll cast the invisibility on myself. Just so it's kind of just, I'm staring at it, just 
All right, and then I'll look around really quickly to see if there's anything invisible around us. There's not. All right. I think we're good to go. Play dumb, and do we mention our other party members or not? No. Fair enough. And we will enter... The Luskin Arms. Very good. Uh, the Luskin Arms, as you approach it, uh, before you even enter it, it, is this This building looks completely different from anything you've ever seen in Ten Towns. Uh, you are able to assume that this is of Luskin design. So it looks uh, it looks like it does, looks like it does not belong anywhere in Ten Towns because almost everything in Ten Towns, actually everything in Ten Towns, was built after this building. It is the first building built in Ten Towns. Um... Yes, it's, it's, uh, this was built before when Bridgendia was just known as a camp on a hill, and it proudly shows that through its architecture and shape. It's got very big curved ceiling, uh, roof, that uh, defies what is normal for, say, a snow-ridden uh, landscape. Um, it looks like, I would say, the, almost like the uh, base of a boat in terms of like the, the curvature. And uh, it is very, very huge. It's the biggest building in town by a long shot. Um, you do see that some of the, like, the wood is so old. It looks like it's almost like you'd say a historical society building coming apart a little bit. Mm. So it does look like it's very worn and kind of falling apart. And it is a, a bar slash inn. Yeah, this is strictly an inn. Oh, strictly an inn. Okay. But he just chills here? Um, yeah, he, he has... From even if you asked around, like even if you just asked a simple question, like right. oh yeah, we can find him here. He has the biggest guest room in the in the. Gotcha. In the That's where. Okay. And he does that because, uh, from what any if you were together, any information say like was kind of brushed together with the guy you already spoke to as well, um, you would find out that he's kind of a man of the people, and uh, he just likes he thinks the the town hall's too stuffy. A lot of people in this town look up to him as like one of the guys. As a supporter of the fishermen, etc., like he works for the people, uh, and he has a great track record that reflects well for the basically the residents of the city. You guys enter the inn. It has a musty smell to it. Uh, the wood is slightly rotting in a way, but uh, not in a way where the building's going to collapse or anything of the sort. The integrity of the building itself is very structurally sound and very well built. Walk up to the proprietor. You're not there. Oh, different, different. <laughs> uh, so the two of you are in, and yes. there is a balding man who's kind of sitting there in a chair, looking very sad. He's kind of got a ledger in front of him. Hello. How goes? Oh, it? hey. How you doing? <laughs> doing all right this fine day. How are you? Well, welcome to the Luskin Arms. How? What can I do for you? Uh, greetings. Uh, this one uh, is pleased to meet your acquaintance. We're here to speak with uh, Speaker Nerth. Oh, no problem. He's just up in his room. I'll get him in a second. All right. Well, that was easy. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Man, I wish summer would come back, right, man? Another shitty day out there. Heard that, brother. I don't know if we're ever going to get summer back, man. And he's like just kind of sad and walking away. And you see him slowly trudge up the stairs. He's very seasonally depressed, let's say. He does not like this winter. He's very sad about it. Lethargic. Yes. Sad. Eeyore-like, one might say. Absolutely. What does he look? Does he look like an old hippie? No, he's just a quiet, balding man. Balding man. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, looks like a Midwesterner. 
Cool. Everyone in this town looks like Midwesterners. <laughs> no. Eventually, uh, he slumps back down, sits down his chair. He'll be right with you. Just uh, take a seat at one of the tables. All right. And there's like a small kitchen and things like there's there's things to order. Like you can get ales, etc. here. It's, uh, it's not uncommon. Just simple readings, Ricky. Or greetings. Um, and we'll try to get a read on this man. Yes, that sounds right. Um, desk man, proprietor. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, and if you want, you don't have to call me by my name either. I don't really care. I don't. I forgot. What was your name? It's Owen. Owen. Um, uh, might we have? Um, you have ale, perhaps. Sure do. Might we have three ales? You may have three ales. I'll be right with you. And then he'll get it back out of his chair slowly. Kind of wanders way into the back. Almost, this one almost feels bad that you ordered <laughs> something from that I, man. I, I made him do something. Uh, normally, I don't feel that you know bad about most of the things I ask of people, but this is this one either. It's just sad. It's very sad. It's almost like an infectious depression. Just. <laughs> Almost like a, there was a, a, a season that is affecting him and some sort of causing some sort of disorder. I would get bet to say it's the endless winter. Mm. Astute of you. Here's your beers, guys. Thank you very much. I ordered the third one for the speaker, just as a gift. This one knows. Okay. Oh yeah, he's a good dude. He'll drink some beers with you, and he'll just go back to the front thing and sit down. A few minutes later, you see a. Humanoid, walking a human walk down the stairs. He's got a pointed nose, a thin beard that comes wraps down to the bottom of his face, uh, stays on his chin. He's got kind of a point to it. Uh, he's got slicked back hair. He's fairly young. Uh, he's probably in his uh, late 40s. Um, but he's got a basically a uh, leather shawl on with fur on the bottom of it. Uh, he wears like a tunic, uh, fur lined gloves that match the shawl boots that match shawl and standard pants and he walks down followed behind him with a tiefling red tiefling in heavy heavy armor knew there was gonna be a fucking tiefling dude he's wearing uh basically silver plate mail and he comes down it's got an embellishment of gold in the chest but he is uh he looks pretty imposing and powerful but uh also he's he doesn't look like he's i don't know uh, he doesn't look imposing, even though he is imposing. Right, right, right. Casually yes. imposing. Here's a picture for you guys. Lovely. Thank you. Hey, you the fellows that uh, wanted to see me? Uh, yes. Perfect. Greetings. Uh, this one's name is, well, call this one what you will, but this one is the speaker of Goodmead. Oh, this okay. That was the crazy signature I saw on the uh, uh, thing going around towns, huh? One might say that, uh, not to be rude, but this is uh, this one's compatriot. And I'll gesture towards Ricky. Uh, Ricky Steele. I'm a compatriot and bodyguard for. I call them Grim, but you know they go by whatever you want. Well, it's a pleasure to meet both. Then he'll extend his hand and shake your hands. I'll shake his hand. Shake his hand too. Oh yeah, have a seat. Have a seat. Uh, welcome. Is this your first time in Targos? Uh, yes, it actually Indeed. is. Yes. Well, you know, uh, take a, take advantage of the amenities here. You know, we've got the uh, biggest fishing city in all ten towns. Uh, everything's you can pretty much procure whatever you want. Uh, we got like stores plenty. We got general stores plenty. We got specialty stores plenty. You know, just name it. 
Uh, what brings you? What brings you to the city this this time of year? This one has recently become speaker of Goodmead and just wishes to greet every speaker in every city and make sure that uh, the political relations stay green and stay true and stay fruitful for all people of Ten Towns. Well, I'll be damned, you know, the shit, I think besides Trovis, you're the only, you're the first person that actually leaves their town and goes around and says hi to people. I, I appreciate that. That's really cool of you. I'm just watching their back, making sure that they're safe. Yeah, I understand that completely. It's kind of like my buddy here. Who is your buddy here? Oh, this? This is Scath. Oh, Scath, the uh, head of the militia. Yeah, hey, how you doing, guys? Pretty well. Saw your name in the papers. Uh, quite an imposing figure you got. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, we got a lot of spies here. They're trying to take basically take away our fishing economy away from us. Uh, they're trying to undermine what we have here and you know what we have here is well i'm sure the speaker can tell you more about it but he's kind of he kind of runs it spies oh yeah you know there's just some they come in here and they try to you know cut deals so we basically i don't know if you want to call it a union but we basically have a unionized form of fishermen here so you know we make sure everyone gets paid everyone's appropriately you know compensated for their work but then we have these people that come in here and, you know, no offense, but basically are trying to scab people out. And so they're trying to undercut all of our stuff. And so, you know, we don't want that here. Like, the, our, our economy is based on fishing, and that's what we do the best. I mean, God, all of our products, everything. Right. And what do these spies look like? Have you, have you seen them? Well, yeah, they, uh, a lot of them come from the south. So that's what we found, uh, I mean... I got varying appearances. Oh, appearance? She's, uh, I don't know. Uh, all over the place. All over the place. Uh, a lot of them, they have like the symbol on them. Uh, I think someone wrote about it in the paper. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I, I we gave a. the paper, we saw it. Yeah, I gave, a, I gave a disposition to one of the writers. You know, that there's great people over there, too. Um, but yeah, they, they, uh, they come in here and they try to, to undermine the, the, you know, the good we're doing in this city. When he's saying all this stuff about helping people, can I can I get the sense that like in his eyes aren't darting around like he's not like mincing words like it's coming like in a genuine cadence and everything? Absolutely. Hmm. Um. I'm gonna would, shoot Ricky a little bit of a confused look. You would know that. Uh, well, I guess. Hmm. In terms of public knowledge. You would know that um, he replaced the town speaker, who was well liked, but he, the old town speaker was uh, given up on his job, and so uh, he was tapped to take over. He was basically elected by the people of Targos. Well, Nerth, I don't. This one doesn't mean to take up any more of your time. Um, this one just merely wanted to make you aware of this one's presence and of Ricky's presence. We'll be spending a little bit of time here before moving on to the next town. Well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, you're a speaker, so, I mean, I'll get you a room on the house. Actually, you want to see something really cool? Um, I mean, I think it's really cool, but I, I kind of love these things. You going to look at Ricky? I kind of like really cool things, too. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, come with me. Hey, come upstairs. I'll show you the room, too, that you guys, like, we have a, we have a room reserved for, like, you know, VIPs like you, I want to say, you know, but, you know. Don't want to hold it up on a kind of a pedestal, but you know we do have a nicer room for 
you know, you and your guests, so to speak, you know, because we do that kind of thing. We would love to book it. So he'll take you upstairs. He'll show you your room. Your room is very accommodating. Has its own fireplace, etc. Uh, it's built right into the stonework. Um, a nice floor for listening on. Yeah, there's definitely floor. It's musty, like the rest of the with like the rest of the place. But this, but these rooms have kind of carpeting down on them, so it's less evident of how old the uh, the wood is. While we're moving through, I'm still looking around for anything invisible. You do not see anything invisible. All right. Um, and then he takes you to his room. And he's like, "My here's here's the coolest thing I ever had." And he opens. He pulls off a. Uh, a basically a cloth that's over a rectangular shaped uh, table, and inside you see three flying snakes oh. of different colors. These are my little buddies. And then he like, you want to try feeding one? And he picks up like a little fish, and one of the snakes gobbles it down. Holy shit, that's fucking cool. Yeah, think- you know, you you'll probably some, see some of these. I, it's good that I could actually meet you in person so I can introduce you because uh, you know, I've had one time where one of them almost died because I'd sent a message to another speaker and. You know, they just kill it. So it's good that, like, you know, this. I'm not surprising you if I send you a message. It'll come through this uh, this flying snake. You know, they're they're kind of like my uh, people. Some people use birds. I like to use these guys. Are they pseudo dragons? They're just flying snakes. Flying snakes? Mm-hmm. So they're like long, long snake-like creatures with wings. So you're saying the snake can deliver messages? Oh yeah, I use them kind of like a, a carrier. Uh, Five E pigeon equivalent. Raven. (laughs) How do we get one? Oh, these? I got these from down south. Shit. I'm sure you can find a trader that will sell these things eventually, do you? One day. Well, that's good to know that you made us aware, so we're not freaked out by such uh, serpentine things when they visit us or visit Goodmead. I I will let the people of Goodmead know not to attack upon Certainly certainly handy trying to find Trovis. (laughs) This one will let the people good... Fuck. Fucking pronouns, man. Um, Thank you. Uh, Not to be hasty, but uh, we do not want to take too much more of your time. Thank you for showing uh, us such a cool thing. And, um, well, Nareth, will be back in touch with you. And Is it Scoth? Uh, uh, the, the militia dude, Scath. Scarth. Scath. 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 Uh, Scath, it was a pleasure. Scath, it was a pleasure to meet you as well. Uh, uh, Absolute pleasure, guys. <clears throat> yes, much indeed. Oh. Can I take a quick survey of the room and see if anything weird is going on? No, uh, he's got a fireplace lit. Uh, it's glowing in the corner of the room. It's got a grate in front of it. Uh, he's got a couple candles on the main table. Uh, Scarth has a gobble of, uh, a mug of mead in front of him that he's been kind of just hanging out with. Uh, there's kind of paper scattered around the room. Uh, he's got kind of his own ledger area thing. He's got the a little feeding uh, pack for his flying snakes. And otherwise, it looks like he he does make a lot of his time here rather than in town hall. He does he basically lives here. Uh, before we leave, Speaker, um, I had seen in the paper that there were two axe beaks for sale. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, go over to Triglio, you know, uh... Yes, it's Triglio fellow, I, well, one of the... Well, t- that's the name of the, the place, oh, uh, yes. Jestin owns that place over Justin. there. Jestin. Um, he might be a shrewd negotiator, correct? I'd heard from one of the townsfolks that he's might not be well-liked, or is that a different Oh, person? no, no, he's fine. Okay. That guy's fine. Oh, you must be talking about the, add the... See, he's, he's selling these, these came from, I don't know where the fuck he got them from, to be honest, but, <laughs> uh... The, the Fangar over at uh, yeah, was it? the North Runner. That yeah. place is. Oof. That guy's. Uh, it's a great A piece of work. He's kind of an asshole. I heard that. 
I know he's one of my people, but uh, you know he's kind of an asshole. Yes. Um, he doesn't do anything weird though. He's just a, a general dick. Yeah, he uh, he runs a tight ship with the axe beat thing. I'll tell you what. Yes. Um, that other guy selling him. Okay. Good. Good to know. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you, Speaker. And my lord. Well, <laughs> from one speaker to another, this one uh, bids you adieu, and uh, to happy deals, happy trades, and happy futures for all of Ten Towns. Absolutely. Now, you know what? If you ever need fish, you know where to come looking, man. If you ever need mead. Oh, we always do. No, extend his hand once more to you guys. Stand yep. up. I'll shake his hand and uh, head out. Holler if you need anything. You know I'll be. All right. Um, as we're leaving, I just want to say to Ricky real quick. Ricky, uh, this one doesn't think he seemed all that bad. Yes, he seemed kind of cool. Like he's, you know... Helping the people out, getting their uh, fair pay for the amount of labor they do. Before making any rash decision, though, this one thinks that we should consider maybe Duvessa Shane is not someone to be trusted. Interesting. These political things are really quite above me, but I do agree. We must look at all paths as being shrouded in mystery unless they are that of your own. And assume that all forks go in all directions. If we're still going to pursue our koi later. Oh yeah, we're going to kill that Duragar. Yeah. How do we go about that then? Uh, let's go find out. Alright, we'll head out and go meet the rest of them. At Three Flags. Three Flags. It's Fans of Rare Earth Studios, thank you for listening and keeping the show going. If you want to help support the show, subscribe to our Patreon. Gain access to the Rare Earth Discord and talk with other listeners and the Rare Earth crew. Post funny pictures, watch movies with us sometimes. Also, if you want to help us out, buy some sweet merch at RareEarthStudios.com. All your support helps and keeps the show going. We appreciate you. So the two of you make your way over to Three Flags Sailing, which is the local tavern. And you enter. The other three members of your party are already there. And they have met uh, Ethan, who is the bar proprietor. She is a older woman, gray hair, uh, very plump. And everyone calls her Ma. Aww. So you guys have already been introduced to her. And Ricky and Pilgrim, you enter the bar as well. Casually walk up, try not to draw too much attention, and uh, join the rest of the party. How'd it go? Um, this one thinks it was interesting, and I'll explain the interaction to uh, the party, but I'll really emphasize how it seemed that they were, the speaker was really nice, but there just seemed to be something off the whole time that the pilgrim couldn't quite put their hands on, but... Um, that's all they'll explain. But I'll, I'll tell them absolutely everything. You catch more bees with honey. We tried our best. I had a, my invisible sight on the entire time, saw nothing amiss. A speaker here does keep um, snakes that seem to be able to fly. They have wings. He uses them to deliver messages. Mm, interesting. 
we were talking while you guys were gone and we were saying it might be good to go get a lay of the land right quick. Uh, Grim, if we could get you close to the building, maybe you could listen up, see who's in there, numbers and such. Shouldn't be a problem for this one. Um, by the way, here's this, and Pilgrim will hand uh, the newspaper over to the three of you so you can read through it. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll read this right away. Yeah, yeah thanks. Thanks. You can read, right? Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we read real good. See? Yes. No problem. No problem. Barry? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, all right. He starts, he kind of starts skimming through it. Um, so what was the plan? I think we finish our points. We go over there while it's still kind of midday and there are a lot of people there. Uh, I can make us a little sneaky again. I don't know if we need a diversion. I don't think though, and uh, just give Grim some cover. He listens up. Where the bloodstone identified the guy at. And maybe we get a lay of the land on the inside. And then we wait and hang out and scout the place and scout the prey. Get ready for the hunt. No diversions first. Let's just, yeah, first go over there, see how many there are, where they're at. Take it patient, I think. That's what I think, at least. So I don't need to do any performing, uh, you know. No. Maybe uh, back pocket that one? Yes, right. keep quiet. Keep our heads plan, down. Plan C or D? What does that mean? Like, maybe just do it if we need it, but hold on to it for a while. Oh, plan C or D. I yeah. thought you said C O D. Oh, no, no, no. Acronym no. COD. Oh, no. Like a fish from the south. No. All right, well, you two are the hunters. I trust in both of you. All right, Skid will grab some more ashes of burned leaf and smack it on the table and cast past without a trace. Hoods up, everybody. Hoods up. Well, hoods up. Barry just pops on the Ushanka and kind of screws it down a little on his bald turtle head. We're supposed to keep a low profile. Oh, all right. Takes off the Oshanka, kind of squats down a little bit. So now he looks like a <laughs> turtle person. <laughs> yeah. It's either bald head or Oshanka. Oh, man. <laughs> it is a bright day outside. Bright compared to I guess where your hat. Looking yeah, at your jacket. I no thought that was better. I mean, there's, it's, it's negative 50. I think other people were in Oshankas, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's freezing yeah. inside. Yeah, we can always split it up, too. Just, mm-hmm. just two of us go. But yeah, let's go. We'll start walking that way. Yep. See how the densely populated uh, before streets are. You, before you leave the tavern, uh, someone who looks slightly familiar to you guys uh, stops you. Oh, man, it's it's you guys. Holy shit. Uh, thank, thank you guys so much. You'll recognize this as the Urag who burst into the door uh, oh. in the other town. Ooh. And you knew him as a fisherman from his clothes, and he is actually from here. Hmm. Oh, man, thank you guys so much. Uh, you really, you really saved us, man. Hey, You're thinking okay. of someone it's else. Okay. It's okay. Just keep it down. Thank you very much. Here, yeah, well, Elmid, oh my god. Oh god, they peeled him like a fucking onion. Hey, yeah, calm, right, down. Yeah. calm down. It's okay. It's okay. Calm well, down. Well, here, I, I just wanted to give you this, uh, I don't know, um, Elmid was always a gifted angler, and it seems fitting that now you're in Targus, I just give this to you anyways, but here, and he'll hand you a fish hook. And it has a feather on it, a red feather on the end of the hook. They're on the top part of the hook, and it uh, it looks like some sort of fishing tackle. Well, can I see it? Can I take it? Yeah. 
I grab it and go, Barry, hold on to this. Uh, yeah, all right. Take it. Thank well, you, thank you. I'm going to have a couple drinks. I just got here myself, so. Congratulations on surviving. Thank you for helping me survive. You're welcome. All right, well, take it easy, guys. Would you like some company? No. No, I'm just going to have some stew and drink some beers. <laughs> Knucklehead stew? That's right. I've had it. It's delicious. Yeah, you stay safe, brother. Yep. I'll try. Thank you. Holding up the hook. Then we'll just wander to the bar and sit down, and then you guys leave. As he's walking to the bar, uh, Pilgrim say, May you walk your best path. And he's just walking straight to the bar. Yeah, he'll give you the kind of like the behind wave, mm-hmm. behind the head wave. Yeah, I'm getting a drink wave. Mm-hmm. I hope he knows somebody. Uh, should we have brought him into the group? No. Nah, he's fine. Is he okay? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to identify this just yes, for the hell of it. Please. It's probably just ornamental, but, you know, just in case. No, that's what I was thinking. Over the 10 minutes what they were doing, she told yeah. It'll stop after um, Barry says that. If he, if he knows, uh, and he'll think and run back and be like, "Hey, bud, uh, here's a key. If you're ever in Kedenavon, it's a friendly space. Uh, welcome to the tribe. Here you go. Thank you. Bye." He'll like look up from his beer. His eyes get all watery, and his bottom lips start trembling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, this is gonna. That place is gonna be like the Muppet oh. show, like the the theater where all the Muppets are hanging hey, out. Recruiting, man. So I'm doing just, my part. He just nods and nods. Like as a tear drops down his face. Yes. <laughs> is he full orc or urag? Urag, yeah. Urag. Mm-hmm. Is that the dark orc? Yeah. So he's yeah, he's an underdark orc. This reminds me of recruiting characters in Suikoden Two. Let's go fulfill some more random side quests. <laughs> well played, sir. I also turn yeah, off my Iune Stone at this point. Okay. All right. So you guys are traveling. I'm imagining you're taking it slow. Not rushing over there to the chase in the joint. Correct. So I'll just jump ahead and say that you do identify the hook. Mm-hmm. And it is the hook of Fisher Delight. Oh. So this item, let's see here. Uh, you want to tie it to the end of a fishing line and you immerse it in enough water to fill at least a 10 foot cube. At the end of each in uninterrupted hour of immersion, you roll D6. On a six, a floppy six-inch-long magical fish appears on the end of the hook. <laughs> the color and properties of the conjured fish are determined by rolling on the table. Cool. So a six, it, a fish, everything else, it is a fail. Yes. Awesome. Cool. Beautiful. So in a Chance 10-foot cube, fish. you can magically potentially catch a fish. Cool. <laughs> and the fish have random, random things that happen. Yeah, I don't think we'll ever uh, be hungry again. Pilgrim, I think with your, uh, you can create or dispel water, right? <laughs> uh, this one can create paths of water. I think uh, in tangent with this, uh, we might be able to create magical fish infinitely. Well, this seems like something that could, uh, greatly benefit the denizens of Ten Towns, and I, this one appreciates, uh, your ingenuity, Barry. Yeah. Heck, it was a nice guy. I'm, I'm happy you talked to him. Yeah, he's a part of the wolf tribe now. <laughs> Get stronger every day. All right, you guys continue to the northwest part of town where you felt the uh, the pull, so to speak, of the, the bloodstone. 
And you guys are casing the joint, as you said. So you see the building. It's two stories tall, uh, made of wood, uh, about as elaborate as every other building in the area. Um, large glass windows that are not pulled shut, so you can see into the house. Um, and there's, yeah, basically it's a standard house. Yeah, so Skid's looking in, like, to the side of the house to see if there's um, any, like, garbage cans or larger barrels or things that would be blocking sight from the street view. Try to get a person-sized space. And uh, he also has those white wolf pelts in the bag of holding if he wants to throw it over the person who's going to be laying down prone. Okay. Um, but looking for somewhere uh, innocuous or nondescript next to the building. Yeah, there's a, there's some spots between the buildings. It'd be like walking through someone's like gangway. So I would kind of point to that and say to the group, Look at Grim. You ready, you ready, Grim? Maybe the two of us just go up. You lay down, like, throw this uh, mat over you. Yep. Grim will just give a thumbs up. Barry and I will stand at the front of this gangway. You just be, just be mindful, everybody. Yeah, I'll ping your messages uh, if we're at a distance. Perfect, perfect. And we'll go. Enact plan with a plus ten to sneak and uh, you know. Yep. Show, and show. upon uh, upon the um, direction of Skid, uh, Pilgrim will. Lay down in an appropriate area. Again, decided by Skid. Yeah. Right and before he decides, we'll squeeze the bloodstone to see where the person would be. Yes, it is generally close to you. Then I would try to get yeah, get Grim in that spot. Yep. Then I will uh, lay down and uh, listen uh, intently, trying to figure out uh, all the details I possibly can from the sounds of the paths. Do you just? Prostrate, or do you oh, draw, yeah, draw totally any prostrate. symbols? Or no, 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 no. This is when he prostrates and the, just listens to everyone walking around in that area. Skid throws the cool. um, coverall, white wolf camouflage over, like from his shoulders down. Cool. Alrighty, program, you're laying down. Uh, you begin by hearing a lot of the people walking by within thirty feet of you. Uh, you can tell that there's. Men, women, fucking every sort of race, uh, their weight, what they're carrying. You can see fishing line, like fishing poles, and your mental image of what's around you. Now I need you to roll a d20. Okay. Oh shit. Ooh, penguin dice roll. First one ever. Uh, first In officially, game. I suppose. Yeah. Seventeen. You just Ooh. want a straight up roll? Straight up roll. Seventeen. Whoa, yeah. All right. Something, you're, you're hearing all this movement around you. You hear the patterns of the earth. You hear the patterns of feet. And then somewhere different, you hear a clang. A pong. And some rock shattering. And you know that's under you. It's not in the house at all but underneath the city. And you hear that familiar clang there. And is probably about, you can tell it's about 50 feet under the city, but you do hear a rhythmic hammering on rock. Um, then um, I'll just, uh, Quickly tell Skid, 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 and I'll just explain to him exactly what you told me. Fuck. This one heard them down below. 
You, you, you can't tell how many? Uh... According to the sounds of the path, it says, can determine size, weight, and location of a creature within 30 feet of you listening to the ground, can determine sex, race, carried weapons, okay. and more detailed information using sounds of the path. So I don't I don't get number necessarily. Yes. This is 50 feet below you, but because his range is 30 feet, he was able to hear the the rhythmic hitting. From the building, the I don't sense anyone, though? The building, you actually you sense a family of four. Mm. Uh, they're half-elf, mm. and that's it. Good fucking thing we did this. There's a there's a boy, girl, and a mom and dad. Let's uh let's get out of here, get back to the group. Oh false kids lead. We'll try to dip out, get back to everybody. Uh, maybe just a walk and talk for a second? Oh reassess. I'd already know. It's underneath. And we need to find an entrance to get underneath there. It might be in that house, might be somewhere else. Ricky, could you cause a distraction for the family? I could. What kind of distraction are you thinking of? You want me to just go and engage with them? Knock on the door? Have a good time? Explain. You said, what kind of peoples were they again? They're half-elves. Half-elves. Hmm. Try to say, hey, I'm here from the Half-Elf Alliance. Let's join together. Do a little lie. Don't you, couldn't you make up some sort of half-elf holiday? Half-elf day? Half-off day for the half-elves. Half-off the half-elf half elf day? Yes, down at that, what was the general stock called again? Half-off for half-elves. <laughs> Triglio's the name. At, at Triglio's general store. If you get him to open the door, I can sneak inside. And the cover is a small thing. Try to get the lay of the land, try to find the door. Yes. But we don't know if we suspect these people or not. But I'll be down. Yeah, you could uh you could uh, you could try appealing to their good uh, elven nature. You could just say, uh <laughs> Hey, y'all have any uh, hidden uh Duragar no, mining on no, your ear by any chance? Stop, stop it, that's not what we're saying. <laughs> elves are good people. They generally they've been around a long time, they know they kind of know what's best a lot of the time. Fuck elves. <laughs> I don't know. DM? I would trust them. Yeah. I is there wouldn't. any sewer grates near us? Any near the intersection? Is there any Is there any open plumbing? Does there... No. No sewer gates? There's, no, there's okay. no like real uh, okay. plumbing here. You know Ricky's half-elf, right? <laughs> yeah, you, but orcs hate elf-elves. Yeah. You just said fuck These, elves. He, he said trust elves, elves are grandma. I'm fuck unfazed elves. by it. Makes sense. Interesting. Not of options here. You're pretty good at uh, reading people. Maybe you make the call. When they open that door, if you if you see that they are not trustworthy, go for their route. If they are trustworthy, maybe be honest. So if they're not trustworthy, go for the throat. You want me to murder go for a family? Go for the sneak. A family of four. You want me to kill them all? No, go for the half-elf elf day thing. Well, and well, then he can sneak in or something. Offer music, something, uh, docking on the door, some sort of, uh, you know... Singing telegram? That's raising money, or just begging for money, who knows? Come up with a song right now. All right. For half-elf day. And just... You gotta let me know with some hand gestures if you want me to go in or if you're gonna handle it. I think I've got this. Yeah, if you're good at reading people, you could make that call, you know? 
Alright. What's the rest of you going to do? I assume Skid's going to transform into some kind of small creature, sneak through, and figure out if there's a mining tunnel or some kind of operation going on inside. Yes. Skid and Thrax are the hunters. This one will follow their lead. How about I'll stay uh, over on the side of the house here in this gangway. I'll send you a message and you let me know. I can run in and be your backup or uh, I can just find my way inside. I might just uh, misty step onto the roof there. You do realize how much you weigh, correct? It looks like sturdy pine. I think that can handle me. Barry, you do you. All right. Maybe there's something else we could do instead of going to the roof. Uh, yeah, I could just follow him in the front door if he needs me. That's true. You could do that. Uh, maybe we could stage some sort of a fight in front of the house. Yeah, and then the guards might get in. This place is mighty uptight, I think. Uh, Better keep it simple. Yeah, this is the longest we've gone. Thought being low profile. We don't want to wreck it. All right, I've got this. All Ricky right. Steele will approach the door and rap upon it thrice. Wah, wah, wah. Before you go, make this noise if I should transform and go in behind you. All right. A symbol, I mean. What does the, the symbol look like? Signal. The yeah. flying uh, thumbs interlocking with uh, the wings. Little bird, yeah. That kind of sound, maybe? Yeah. So you go knock on the door? Yes. All right. You walk up to the house, knock on the door. And a child answers the door. Hey there, mister. What could I do for you? Kill him. Hello, child. Take him. My name is Ricky Steele, and I'm here to do a special performance for you and your family. And oh. perhaps everyone in this fine town. If you might join me out at the intersection for a little while, is your parents around? Sir, I'm not supposed to talk to strangers like this, and I don't know what you're talking about. Are your parents Hold around? Hold on, let me get my dad. Thank dad, you. can you come over here? <laughs> <laughs> We're all hiding, right? Yeah. Oh, man, this is a bad idea. I uh, love hey there, mister. What could I do you for? Hello, fine, sir. I'm Ricky Steele. And I'm here to do a fine performance for the people of this town. I'm rapping on doors and finding people who would come listen. If you would, if you and your family would kindly join me at the intersection, I think you'll find it most informative, creative, and delightful. Oh, uh, when is this happening? What are you talking about? Right now. Two minutes at the intersection won't take long. He kind of looks out the door. There's no one at the intersection <laughs> waiting for a show. <laughs> uh, first yeah, Drex. sir, Drex. I don't know about that. Uh, let me know if you got something put together. We're about to sit down for lunch. I'm, uh... Hey, you know, uh, thank you, but oh. uh, yeah, I'll talk to you later, okay? Well, if you could, if you could just do, and I'll make the hand symbol. As <laughs> you do, wild shape into a spider, and give me one second more of your time. When it was wild shapes, can Thrax start up running up, going, "Rick, is that Ricky Steele? Ricky Steele? Oh, a fan, I see." Oh. Spider will wall pass without a trace. Try to sneaky, sneaky, sneaky into the door. <laughs> yeah, how, how big are you? You're like a small spider? Uh, yes, um, I'm tiny. Okay, yeah, so you're just a regular spider. Yeah. No, he's a giant spider. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tarantula. Yeah, you, you don't <laughs> no, no, I'm saying like a, yeah, the giant spider. Yeah. Um, 20 foot walking speed, 20 foot climb speed, and it has like spider walking. That's fine. You're, you're in the house. So you see it's a normal layout. There's a large uh, family room. Uh, there's a kitchen. There's Look, Looking for stairs, a looking for a change room. of elevation, looking to see if there's a basement or anything. There's like definitely an open door that has stairs leading down and up that's, at the same time, so there's like kind of a landing. That's where I would go. To the stairs leading down. You head down in the basement. Uh, the basement looks like a normal basement. There's just wood paneling. Um, 
made of stone, basically stone and walls, but there's nothing out of the ordinary in this basement. Shit. He'll take some time and, and uh, scout out to make sure there's no doors, secret tunnels leading down. Secret there is doors. no secret tunnels. It's a normal family. Shit. All right. So uh, I, just, I just wanted to make it known. I started this on a pretense, a little bit of a lie. Uh, the performance was for Triglios. It's a half-off day, and it was really I was just trying to gather a crowd so I could announce half-off day at Triglios. Right. Well, you know, we'll go to Triglios maybe after lunch or something. Uh, me and the kids are gonna sit down to my wife's cooking. Uh, thank you. Um, He's the voice of Bryn Chandir. Have you heard of him? I haven't. And uh, hello, orc man. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna get back to lunch. Thank you. And I'll like shut the door. We skid inside as a spider. <laughs> yep. Hell yeah, brother. Skid'll just uh, start making some webs in the basement, <laughs> and then he'll make his way up the stringing stairs. Help again. me in a web. Yeah. And uh, do I do the get to the closed front door and see if, as a spider, he'd be able to go underneath the crack or anything? Yeah, you can fit through a crack in the in the wood somewhere. And it comes out and uh, get to a safe spot, and then pop um, back into a skid form. Thank you. Ah, uh, there was nothing down there. It was just a regular fucking basement. Plain Jane, boring basement. And you'll stand nothing still. Nothing hidden. Nothing hidden that I could see. Your stone still tells you that there's a door right in that house. Click the stone. It's right in that general area. It'd be like almost like you're standing right on, like right on top of him. Yeah, I think he's down there. Not in the house, underneath. Barry's going to circle around the uh, building once again. Does it seem like there's any areas maybe around the building where... Nope. There, no? The, nope. Nothing obvious? It's one one house, one building in this yeah. plot. Yep, this looks like... A, no, there's like uh, four or five buildings next to each other. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, Let's nine, try that one next 13 door. Thirteen buildings. Uh, judging from the distance of the length of the basement in terms of height, this is way below the basements of these houses. By at least 20 to 30 feet. Hmm. It's 50 feet under from where you're standing. And Maybe no one has a 50-foot basement. We're not that far from the water. They said it's a deep lake. Maybe there's a way we can get in from the lake. This Some- one also wonders if it's worth asking about any old mine shaft or entrance into yeah. the ground. When we were talking, like, we had to pray. Like, we had, you know, we didn't really know the situation. Now we got to think of a new plan how to get at him we can't we can't get at him like this well with the tunnel there's only one option and that's to go in yeah we gotta find the tunnel though right mine shafts underwater entrance i don't see any sewers or anything like that you said it without speaking out of turn or assuming your abilities but uh skid this one has seen you turn into many different shapes and sizes might you be able to turn into a a beast that can swim? Yeah. Without getting caught by the many fishermen? Yeah. That ain't bad. Can't you swim too? Just yeah. don't don't eat anything while you're down there. Well, the thing about it is, I don't love water, and I don't love depth, and it's going to be scary, and I don't know what's down there. Even like... Lock at dinner here. He said he had some nasty things. You remember those long neck fuckers that we saw? That means I'm going down there in the deeper water. Just, you guys gotta be close by, just in case. Do you want a rope tied around you? No, it wouldn't feel good swimming. 
itchy on the scales. Thrax spoke of you as a hunter. Yeah, and when people who aren't from the water go in the water, they're hunted, not hunter. Hunters usually disguise themselves when they're trying to get their prey out. Uh, well, yeah, but we can't coax this one out. We gotta go get him. Let's go to the... Oh. Yeah, Skid, you can't uh, transform in anything that can dig, can you? I can burrow, but not through stone. He said it was a real long time as a fox to oh. burrow 50 feet. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, wait, what about that tavern that has the pier? What about... You said, yeah. You said that place was crazy, right? Old. Maybe they are fucking in cahoots. The thing we've been assuming this whole time is true. Yes. They're in cahoots. That's the entrance. Could get underneath. He said it was 50 feet down, correct? I think that's what Grim said. Approximately. It seems yes. as though you just it would want... be far beneath any basement area of this. But you guys didn't see that whole loose skin arms, did you? You just want me to blow it up. What? To blow what, what up? Hell, what's up with you? Why do you keep trying to kill everything? <laughs> I can just cast Shatter multiple times in a general area. No, that's not low profile. I heard of this law where sometimes a simple solution is the right one. It would flush them out. What if you all got on the roofs? No one will hear it. It'll be in an open area far beneath us. Get on the roofs to do what? Scout out in all directions. See if any tunnels are leading into the city. From a roof? What I'm saying now is I think the entrance is at the loose skin arms with that with the speaker in the basement of there. But why would they be digging out of the city? I'm just saying that's the entrance to get to where they get to. Get to get to where they're at to go down it's got a, it's got another fucking staircase down Barry uh, do you get cold swimming in the water yes uh, it's pretty cold uh, I just thought you might be uh, w- what are they uh, cold blooded so it didn't matter yeah up until you know a few years ago when it got real cold I didn't yeah it was fine but in this minus 40 or 50 not much uh, does very well and hard to swim down. What do you say? Hard for you to swim down so we can keep Skid with a... No, I think he'd freeze. No, uh, we would have a limited down. amount of time. I think we could do it, but it, it's right. going to be very... It's going to be limited. Right, Dion, what'd you say? Swimming? Yeah, swimming. Around here, would it be... That's like constant. Well, if you're cold-blooded, you're going to die faster. Oh. Really? Yeah. If you're yeah. cold-blooded, the yeah, temperature need, around you would kill him. Yeah, you mm-hmm. need sun to be warm. Yeah. Gotcha. Warm-blooded would be better, but he's cold-blooded. Gotcha. All right, so you all decided to basically split up and case the city looking for... Uh, what are you guys looking for specifically? Yeah, um, looking definitely um, snow prints to see if there's any steps that seemingly don't lead anywhere, as if it would be to go into a latch or a bust door, see if there's any unusual wind currents going up, if some uh, entrance to a subterranean is covered, um, looking for footprints that are very in abundance in certain areas, very limited in certain areas, and just kind of use our survival to track a very difficult thing to find. Alright. So you guys spread out to different parts of the city. Uh, you see a lot of fishermen coming and going from the from the uh, the lake. Uh, Barry, you see a lot of this. There's almost a methodical rhythm to all the fishermen. They'll have their set hours, allow them finish their days. Uh, they bring in their fish. 
another group of people are taking care of the fish, salting fish, getting ready for transport, gutting them, etc. There's a whole process to everything that's going on here. It's very well organized. Mostly humans or, or kind of a <coughs> whole mix? smattering of anyone. Okay. Smattering of all races. Okay. Um, a lot of the people, they finish their jobs. You see them get back in. They go to Three Flags Sailing and, uh, you know, they go there to have a beer, eat some, uh, eat some chowder and basically hang out after a long days of work. So it's a very methodical thing. Uh, still in the southeast part of the city, you see a lot of near the Luskin Arms, a little bit to the east. You see a lot of woodworking. There's a lot of boat shipmaking. It's a lot of uh, very meticulous work. Um, skid Thrax, you see a lot of the outside the residential area, just uh, t- like where I'd say between where Pilgrim is and you guys are. That whole area in that center of town is basically like almost a manu- like specialty manufacturing and, and, and trade goods. So people are either specially making things and selling them or just selling them in normal storefronts, etc. Um, but everything that you guys see is that the the militia is quite well regimented. Um, you would understand that they are quick to point out wrongdoings in the city. Uh, they do keep a close eye on a lot of things. And you would assume that if something were being done in the city that they would put a stop to it. Uh... You do not find any mysterious entrances or anything like that outside in the city at all. Um, You would have a fairly safe assumption that whatever was happening was coming from outside of town. If you could deduce that, uh, there's likely not something happening within this town. Given the scrutiny of the guards, uh, the meticulousness of the economy here, and uh, in terms of like what everything's going on. Cool. Um, over by that house where we found that, where we sensed that, uh, presence from Dwergar, can I cast Create Water? Um, and I don't know if I can control temperature of water, but I assume since it's water, it's gotta be hotter than fucking snow. Yeah. Um, and cast it over an area where I sense them and try to watch if it seeps down in a certain direction, trying to see if there's any, like, um sort of like traumatized area of earth that might allow it to seep downwards that might give us a sort of hint as to where they're at. Uh, You pour the water onto the ground and the water spreads along the stones and rocks in every different direction. There's no, there's no suggestion that they came in from anywhere in this town. Okay. And being 50 feet or deeper, they're not really making an impact on the surface level of uh, the city. Uh, meet, bas- meet back up at Luskin Arms in the room that uh, you guys got, right? Sure. Sure. We'll head up to that room <clears throat> and uh, reconvene. Yeah, a few hours later, you return to the Luskin Arms. Once again, uh, Owen's still there. He's being Owen. Sad, depressed. Hey, guys. Welcome. Come on. You head up right up to your room. And we're alone now? Yeah. You see uh, you see the speaker. You see Nareth. He's talking to some people at one of the tables. Um... As always, Skath is just kind of sitting, like, almost a chair away from him. Just kind of keeping an eye on the room. Nods at you guys when you walk in. Doesn't, like, a little wave. <laughs> Get up to our room, close the door. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but we got the vibe. It's definitely not coming from within the fucking city. Had similar vibes. This one agrees. He noticed nothing. Does that mean, uh... It's worse than we thought. The tunnel system is bigger and more complex than whatever we imagined. Currently, it means nothing. Well, then... But we might want to check this place out. This 
Luskin Arms. It's a basement room somewhere, hidden away from prying eyes. It is the oldest building here. Yeah. I could do the sneaky sneak, check it out. Then I'd be cash for the day, though. And if that doesn't work, then we gotta rest anyways, at some point. Because then we're gonna have to take this search outside the city walls. This one agrees. Take this last box. Yeah. I'll go down there, spider mode. Check it out. Check if there's a basement in this old building. If not, you guys start thinking about how to tackle outside of the city. Look we can work a grid, but it's a lot of space out there looking for a small, small needle. Yes, look for ma- any mouse holes you can find. Anything yeah, yeah. that leads down. Um, Alright, we'll all get to that, and you guys uh, put your noggin together, alright? Because working a grid fucking sucks. So it'd be great if we didn't have to. We do have a spot on the wall that we can at least start from, but yeah. this one agrees it will not be easy. Skittle! Straight down, bones crack, eyes bold, tongue swells, so down disgusting. into a tiny little spider. Alright, you head downstairs? Yes, and we'll look for any uh, stairs leading down, kind of same same scenario. And yeah. before he did that, he cast Pass Without a Trace on himself. Yeah, this is very, uh, he's very holding old. Concentration. Uh, so it's very kind of open, there's not really an elaborate door system or anything like that, so you're pretty easily able to go down the cellar. Um, pass Without a Trace roll, stealth check. Cool. When you get down to the cellar... 26. Almost. Um, while you're walking down there, uh, you, you, you're you a spider. You do almost notice that there, there's a lot of rats down here. Shit. And they almost notice you as a potential meal, but they do not quite see you. As you're able to slightly slink by these things. Pretty fat rats. There's a lot of them. <laughs> there's a lot of rats. You guys will notice this when you sleep here tonight. That the constant movement of rats in the walls is extraordinary. Mm. I was gonna go rat or spider. Could have gone either way. Um, So you basically look around at this place. It's an old, musty cellar. You see basically certain cheeses down here because they're aging in the cellar because it is that old. Uh, And then you also see a lot of cured uh, knuckleheads. So it has a very strange aroma in the basement. So it's just this musty cellar. And he'll just spend forty-five minutes going into the corners of the of the bottom looking looking for every which way seeing if there's any little tiny passages. there's a lot of mouse holes but other than yeah. that nothing that would fit a human or anything like that and then no other no other places besides this sunken uh, area to this building correct All i'd right. say the basement's only about 10 feet tall All right go back up pop out looks like we gotta go outside the city walls a quick rest to here then yeah i mean when we I spent a lot of hours combing through. Yeah, you're looking at like early evening. Yeah, right so now. It's, I mean. Yeah, and we traveled. Yeah. When we lot of killed walking. the Duragar with that that dude in the machine Duragar thing, what all did we get? Just the name? You guys got, got a map? A, we got a map. We got a. Uh, and the one dude didn't tell you anything. He killed himself. Right. What's, what then was we found the a map? brother, a note the, to his brother. The map shows us the location of where they're held up. Like they're fortress or whatever yeah, you want to so call it. Yeah, so you know it. that Sunblight is basically due south of Goodmead in the third of the world. But it's in like a mountainous, like like the spine of the There's world. The spine of the world, world yeah. Like, like we'd have third to, of the world like, is Skyrim. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we'd have to like trek that. through mountains to get yeah. there if we went on foot. But you do have a map for that. Yes, we do so know where it is. It would make that travel very much easier since you know exactly where it is. So I guess we'll, we're going to rest then. Uh, Skid, you're going to need a rest. 
Uh, yeah, I can't. Uh, I mean, I can go out, but I'm pretty cashed. So, yeah, I think we should rest. Does Let's anyone, get late. Does anyone else want to do anything in Targos? You could go buy your mounts right now. Buy a mount. There's special fishing gear. No, we'll wait. At least they're keeping them fed and taken care of. Barry. Fuck, man. Yeah, I don't really need any gear, fishing gear. Uh, you know, my my big self could use some kind of mount or something. I know I've been in a my kind of big a, self. I've been kind of a ball and chain. I know that. You know, you'll find Barry. Yeah, you'll prove you. Stop it, Barry. No, never. You'll prove your worth when it comes to it. Or just in in, in girth. You know, I know. Hey, around. I know we we had some trouble getting around, so it's something to consider for me. I just. I figure this is more pressing, you know. Maybe. Uh, Fuck, man. I thought this shit was gonna be easier when we got here because we had to stop. These nifty little bastards. And so, sometimes things don't go as we foresee them. Choo, choo, choo. Sometimes the path that is most revealed turns out to be the most winding. Do we at least, uh,. I don't know, since you can listen into rooms, can you hear things when you're searching them? This one cannot hear conversations, only who's there. But trust this one. This one will keep a vigilant listen while the rest of you rest. My thing is just, uh, perhaps we keep eyes on that speaker somehow. If we... It would be nice. I feel like at night, that's when the things come out to play. Perhaps uh, if only there was a way to watch them at night. Suspicious of him, so you keep eyes on him, yeah? It'd be tough, though. Yes. I don't know how. Maybe we wait. Uh, we do things tomorrow in town. Make moves. See what, I don't know, jobs, things we can pick up. Or we go hunt the uh the elk in the forest right outside but uh maybe we try sneaking skid in in spider form at night into the speaker's room you talk about it in the morning over some breakfast wine but for now i'm gonna get some rest um if you guys are doing anything good luck be safe be safe if you'll all excuse me i'm going to go have a nightcap i will exit the room and instead of going downstairs or wherever to have a nightcap, I will head to Nair's domain, his room. Yeah, it's right up the hall. And we'll rap upon the door. Thrice upon the door? Thrice I will rap upon thine door. <laughs> uh, you know that he is actually down in the main room, talking to people. I look, at my, I look down at myself, and I feel very stupid. And I will walk downstairs. Yeah, he's entertaining a couple of uh, couple of regulars. He's having a pint with them. Just kind of relaxing. Might I join all of you? Oh hell yeah! Hey, uh, Ricky, right? Yes. Ricky. Yeah, have a squad. Hey, can we get a oh? Can we get another beer over here? Oh man! I'll go grab a beer for you guys. I've got a proposition for you. I'm yeah. all ears. Love propositions. Is this from you or is this from the speaker? This is from me. Ricky. Oh, okay. Yeah. What can I do for you? Well. Maybe in a bit when we're alone. Present company. All right, yeah, that's fine. We could have a meeting. If everyone uh, 
whenever the other people leave that we're entertaining, having small talk, doing making funny jokes, occasionally recounting adventures of Ricky Steele and his heroism, how he's protected the speaker of good mead before he was even the speaker of good mead. Yeah. How good of friends they are. You guys shoot the shit, uh, and then eventually he'll be like, all right, gentlemen, uh, you know what? I actually do. I'll talk to my friend if you guys uh, don't mind. Like, I'll, I'll catch up with you all tomorrow. And I'll like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. See you later, speaker. And then move to the other side of the bar and keep having some drinks. Or the other side of the inn and having some drinks. So, speaker, the mead here is quite good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's all, all from good mead. Uh, not all of it. We used to get a lot of it from good mead, but uh, most of it just came from south, you know. I've been wondering, maybe we could strike up some kind of deal. The best mead of good mead, sold exclusively here. No, I didn't know you had a hand in that. No. I, not to say a a hand in it, but I do have a hand in the pocket of the speaker of good mead. Grim's a great friend of mine, and I does owe me a few favors. Well, I mean, that's a, you know, that's a very tempting offer. Uh, I barely just met you, though. I'd have to trust you a little bit more, you know. If I was going to start going into business, I mean, that's a whole different ballgame. Well, is there anything I can do for you that would earn your trust? Yeah, I need you to hunt down some of these spies. They have this symbol on them, and I'll hand you a pin that is uh, shaped exactly as described in the paper. Uh, I forget what it says exactly. Uh, it's a crescent something. Yes, it's a... It's a harp and a crescent moon. Most interesting. If you find any of them, send them my way. Sounds good. Uh, By the way, uh, I can't help but notice, uh, as a bodyguard for a new speaker, I've had my eyes open. I've had uh, some magics I can cast upon my eyes. There's nothing too strange about this town but I felt a rumbling underneath the earth earlier oh what do you suppose that's about I couldn't put my finger on it but uh, pray tell of rumors in the other towns we're just from Bryn Shandir that there might be Durgar about fucking Durgar yeah we've heard about that I know that uh, they're getting that final shiny rock stuff uh, our uh, patrols have certainly run into them here and there. I'll tell you that much. But they're fucking sneaky little bastards. Can turn invisible. Pray tell I pretend to be an idiot for my companion's sake, but uh, shiny stuff is called chardelin. Drives you mad. Don't know why they're looking for it. But Who knows? Uh, every single one of them that... Hey, we've captured one, and uh, they spouted shit in Undercom for the most part. None of us really speak that. We found someone that did speak it. And they're just rambling about some crazy shit. Interesting. Talking about how they're going to fucking burn us all, fucking kill everyone, whatever. I mean, not on my fucking watch. They come here, I'll fucking kill every last one of them. Uh, that I can promise. If I see any of those little fucks, I'll make sure to let you know about it. And uh, At the moment, maybe I will help you hunt these spies. I did, unfortunately... I do a little bit of deception earlier. We are here with uh, several other compatriots who were exploring the town. 
Oh, I know. I heard all about you before. Don't worry about it. You guys carry a, your names carry a great weight. I figured as much. Heroes Shit. of ten towns. Yeah, I mean, I mean, word travels fast. Yes, ten towns, especially with someone who's kind of in the know like I am. Yes, and you don't know who I am. You're Ricky Steele, of course. Yes, Ricky motherfucking Steele. Now, we'll see what we can do, and if I can scratch your back, hopefully you can scratch ours. Yeah, I'll make some deals. You prove to me that uh, I can trust you, and yeah, we'll figure something out. Cheers. Cheers. I'm going to hold up this beer and cheers you with it. I'll drink my beer and return to the room to go to bed. Does Ricky go for it in one drink? He tries to. He chokes a little bit. <clears throat> Finishes the rest. All right, you head to bed. When you get to bed, you hear a... Dum, 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 dum. Dum, dum, dum. And as the door opens, it stops. But Thrax was busy trying to practice his paddling. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, you all take a long rest and wake up once in the morning. Can I can I uh, yeah. do something right before Absolutely. we rest? Um, I'm going to uh, I'm going to wait till everyone crashes, and then bust out a little bit of my uh, ink and uh, kind of very stealthily crouch up to where the pilgrim is and uh, take kind of a uh, empty part in, in my uh, left uh, thigh and I'm going to sketch out kind of a little bit of what is face looks like as well as like kind of his uh the top of his head kind of open and there's almost like a string or a path leading that kind of it's almost like his you know like a path coming from his head and i'm kind of just like sketching a, a cross between a portrait of him but again his you head is open and there's like exactly right and there's like a path coming out of his head that almost has like a question kind of nebulousness to it i'm and i haven't sketching this on your i'm sketching it on my skin to, to ink later but it's it's like the, the right. you know that like purple blue yes. stuff I'm for putting, the tattoo exactly uh, like like uh, fuck what's what's the word I'm looking for like the the prototype almost exactly for the exactly the under sketch thing okay yeah. yeah and I'm just kind of like again in my head still noodling on like yeah. what the fuck is this not like, being creepy just sketching your friend's sketching uh, face my, on my on your leg yeah sketch yeah, exactly normal, totally normal friend's face as well as just kind of obsessing on that whole this like lost driven human being that it seems more vexing the longer I'm spending time with him. And then just so you know, Thrax is waiting for everyone to go to bed before he started paddling. Sure, you could easily see that. Okay. I, I, I'm not hiding it from everyone. I just want right. to make sure he's asleep because I don't want to creep him out. Oh, I mean, he sleeps cool. like a fucking baby. Cool. Yep. All right. Do you all sleep? And uh, every wait. every dream the, the Pilgrim has is just the ending scene of Terminator. Terminator uh, Judgment Day 2 like just like the the road going back and forth uh huh uh but someone does have a dream tonight <laughs> oh shit never mind uh Thrax ooh you have your standard uh standard dream of uh one eye and conquering and and hunt the hunt and all that stuff you have your standard dreaming mm-hmm okay but then uh, you take an arrow in battle, and as you fall back, you're on a cold slab of metal, and something above you is making squelching noises, but it sounds like a conversation. And you see these strange readouts on a screen that's glowing, and you remember something exploding, and that's when you wake up as you see the stars, and then you wake up in the snow. And then you shoot up awake, 
in a cold sweat. My heart beating super fast. And your heart's beating super fast, and you can't really explain what that was that you felt, but then you look at the bag of holding, and you start sweating a little more, like something's familiar about something in there. I'll look around the room. Uh, I know it's right next to Skid, I assume, and yep. I'll sort of, you know, crawl over him and I'll go to the bag of holding. Without even thinking, you pull out a piece of metal that is not from any sort of comprehension or any sort of metal that you've ever experienced before, and but it somehow feels familiar to you. Hmm. I grip it, and then I'll climb back over Skid lay in bed and try to fall asleep toss and turn then can't I'll pull out my paddle ball and start <laughs> paddling yep alright next day you wake up everyone wakes up on a normal morning and you are all rested hard to wake up today uh, anyone need to and I pop open the wine and instantly Take a couple of slugs. Breakfast winds up. You, you take a couple slugs, and as you lower the jug, the pilgrim is standing there, genuflecting before you with his mouth open. Pours it into <laughs> the pilgrim's mouth. Who's next? Mm-mm. I'll take some, and Skid hands out his uh, good berries to everybody. That's good. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. And you can see Barry smacking some marshmallow fluff. <laughs> oh, nothing <laughs> oh like, my nothing like mama's. You want some? Handing out some uh, fluff sandwiches. Yeah, I'd love some breakfast wine. There you go. You go. want a sandwich from Cranberry? Of course. Yeah, cooking the, is divine. The bag that the sandwich is in. Pilgrim's going to look at the bag that they wrote their name on, and I'm pretty sure I know what it says. I'm pretty sure it says Baldy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And uh, he'll eat the sandwich inside. No wine for me. Not today. Um, who are you? Ricky, baby. You don't want breakfast wine. All right, I'll drink a little bit of breakfast wine. Hit me. All right. Pours it into Ricky's mouth. Had Uh, a conversation with the speaker here last night. You didn't tell him anything, did you? Not too much, but he's definitely not above board. 100% not with any kind of Jurgar presence, wants to actually murder them all. Would you give me this pen? The same image as we saw in the paper. Wants us to hunt some spies. Says if we scratch his back, he'll scratch ours. To be honest, I was lying to him about most of the things we're doing. And you don't think he could have been lying to you, some stranger? Oh, 100%. But I felt the Duragar thing, it, it seemed real. And he really does not want to give up control of this town. Uh, you probably should have insight checked him. Probably should have, but I'm not really good at that. Yeah. To be honest, he seemed more than forthright to be around, uh, you know, any kind of trade deals or whatnot. But uh, disruption of that, not really his bag. Not we'll a- see tom- tonight when uh, Skid sneaks in his room. What's happening in there? We'll see. Uh, any case, today, our plans are maybe do a night patrol outside of town, see if we can find any markings of a tunnel inwards. Then go maybe purchase uh, Thrax, uh, a bird for you. Would you like a bird? Uh, Axe beak. I want... Uh, a chocobo, mayhaps. 
I want two cluck. You want two cluck? Two cluck to the axe peak I've ridden. So no, not just any bird will do for you. No, that bird. So we need to go negotiate with a shrewd person instead of the one who's willing to sell two for ninety gold. Well, it never hurts to have more. There are five of us. Skid, how much money do we have right now? Ah, uh, nothing much. Less than, less than 400. <laughs> Good girl. <laughs> it's still quite a lot. Cover our daily expenses, but yes. Lonelywood is where the spectral moose is, elk? Yeah, it's uh, farther north. Damn. The dread moose. Okay. Yeah, we would have to take quite a trek to get up there, right? Yeah, you'd have mm-hmm. to go northeast to Termaline and then northwest from there to Lonelywood. Is on the far side of the lake. <clears throat> All right. I don't know. Uh, I say we wait on behind these axe peaks. Maybe we fish. I don't know what to do for the day. Well, if my might suggest we uh, patrol outside of town, uh, maybe split into two groups. Or just together. It wouldn't take too long. Spend a few hours you know, patrolling in maybe a half mile, mile radius standard amount of see if we can find any uh, tunnel entrances in case they tunneled in from outside of town if not then maybe come back uh, I don't know break some ice find a day job <laughs> or get the fuck out or we could hunt some spies now let's look for spies the symbol is interesting now a harp and this other thing seems like they might be part of some large organization Maybe we could ask around about it. Are they tattoos or some sort of symbol they wear? It looked like this. I can't remember. It's a harp with a star. Yes, but uh, are they tattoos? Right? Mo- like a moonish harp with a star? Yeah, a moon and a, a harp. Would any of us just recognize that or no? Nope. No. Skittle uh, rummage around in the bag and pull out the letter that we found. From Nildar to Darth? Darth? Yeah. Yeah. Give that a read. Just thinking about the brothers. Alright. You read the letter. So the letter you examine, that says, uh, once again, Brother, you will find me on the frozen ferry in East Haven. From this new base, the search for Shardlin continues. Long may our father reign over this dark land. So that's the letter that you reread that he had sent to his brother that you guys have already killed. Nah, didn't find anything inside the city. Maybe take a look outside the city. That sounds fine with me. I got yeah. a scent to Duragar, so I could transform and take a peek, try to see if we could find the entrance. Yeah, y'all are trackers, right? Yeah. Maybe we leave it up to our senses, but if you want to transform, Skid. Either way, Seems like outside the city's a better solution. Yes. Should we all travel together just in case, or split up into groups? Yes, stay together. Sounds good. The last time we split up, that uh, didn't really end well. Well, it ended okay. It was a different time, but yes. I mean, it was literally two days ago. But anyways, yes, um, scheduled to do the tracking. Yeah, oh. we'll head out through the gate in the south. I'll allow my vision to see invisible creatures just in case. Yeah. And we'll head uh, west and then north, and then come back down if we have to. So by the lake? 
because they were found right in the northern part. Northwest or? part of the city. Yeah. So we'll go to the south gate and then make our way up um, due north. As soon as we're outside of the gates, uh, we'll cast Sea Invisibility on myself, as I cannot target other creatures. It's kind of a bogus part of that spell, but whatever. How far should we go out from the wall before we start going up? I say, uh, 50, 100 feet. What say you? That's fine. Go 100 feet back, 75 feet back. Or 800 feet, I don't know. I don't know, dude. We'll, we'll just slowly, you know, make our way around. We can make our way around back and forth several times. It might be a little bit rough in the snow, but... Is walking, playing in the snow? Uh, I'm not playing. I think Dax will get on the ground, starts trying to even sniff himself, uh, looking for any disturbances in the snow or, you know, a twig broken a certain way or... Uh, some rock left turned over that maybe someone else wouldn't have noticed. So you guys are heading west and then north out of the city. Correct. Okay. So the route here that uh, usually goes to Bremen is uh, basically just like snow uh, snow trodden. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not really a road here. It is usually the way to get to Bremen typically was uh, through the lake and onto the river uh, that is no longer available to them. So it is now mostly a walked path uh, therefore, the snow covers a lot more, so it's not as uh, as easy to see as the route from Brinchandir to Targos was. And so there is uh, an expanse of basically snowfield. Uh, there are basically rocks, etc., some trees along the path. And uh, a little bit to the north, you see where Meridualden uh, basically tapers down into a river, which is called the Shingarne River. And that goes to the west and into the southwestern part of Meridolda. I'll be keeping a vigilant watch with my uh, sea invisibility on, just constantly checking all directions in case there's invisible creatures. Are we a decent way away from the walls, right? Yes. Visual. Um, Skid will just bend over and, and transform into a direwolf. All right. And he'll recall that time on the boat in East Haven and try to recall the scent of this uh, Duragar family. And say, as we continue to travel, and he's got several hours as a direwolf. Roll a survival or nature, whichever you prefer. Um, 17. 17? Yeah, you do pick up a scent that is familiar to you. Uh, it is of Durgar, and it has been fairly freshly there. Uh, you do catch it on the wind. Uh, is probably likely to the north and east of you. And we'll just start slowly jaunting in that direction, a little bit more pep in the step, and try to follow it uh, with his tail wagging. Yeah, you see uh, a bit closer, when you get closer to the edge of Meriduldon, which is now frozen over, uh, there's large, large icy peaks of ice pressed against the edge of the water where the waves had pushed up larger pieces of ice. And before you hit to the river, there is, looking for it, it's hard to make out the exact path, but you do see a way in between, like, the ice spikes of, of what was pressed against the shore. I turn around, his tongue hanging out, like, happy panting. That way. <laughs> uh, you make your way over to the ice crags, and within the ice crags, you... Are able to move around fairly freely, 
Uh, it does. It is a little tight in spaces, but you do see kind of a what would be mimicked to erosion of people rubbing against certain parts of the ice to kind of give you a way in further into the the ice pack. This is le- this is leading east. This is leading. Uh, it's north, directly north of Targos. Um, slightly to the west, and it is on the edge of the water, um, which is now frozen over where the shore would be, but instead it's pressed up of ice, so the ice is spiked up about, I'd say, 10 to 12 feet in the air. Cool. Well, Skid. <sighs> and, uh, yeah, it'll trudge forward. Into the into the opening. Yeah, you uh, can smell the aroma of the Durgar, and um, you are you guys are weaving away through the shoreline, and eventually you come across a smaller hole. Fits a smaller person like a Durgar, and it looks like you'd have to crawl into this area. So quad quadrupedal, however you say it, is that still an option? Yeah, you could you could fit in. So it's a narrow entrance, and when you enter the cave, it is completely black. Cast a light on my bracers. Okay. Immediately. So you enter the cave. As you slide in, you're, you find it the tightest as you're fitting in this little hole. Um, <laughs> I'll be the caboose. Y'all get but it is, uh, it is made of ice, so you are sliding through at least a little bit. Uh, and then when you pop through and the light comes into the room, uh, you see... What is almost a staging area where there is pieces of stonework, uh, some basically mining tools, and things that are kind of left by the door, uh, trash, uh, some leftover ore that's not anything specific. You'd recognize it as iron or other pieces of metal. Hmm. And uh, then you see a cave system going towards the south. Can we listen down the caves and see if you know one has more sounds? Or is it just one hole that goes that way? It's one hole. Oh, and Still far off, you can sound. hear this faintest tink, tink. All right, team. Tiptoe quietly. Who wants Skid, you're going to still lead the way. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll go in back. I'm probably the least uh, stealthy here. Um... How long did it take to find this place? Like an hour or less? Probably like an hour. All right. Skid will stay as a wolf, and we'll... Fuck. I just want to pop out and pass by the trees. Yeah, because that that's over, right? Yeah, Skid will pop out and uh, cast Pass Without a Trace on everybody. All right. And then continue moving at a slow speed. And so you're in uh, goblin form right now. Yes. And so you are we gonna? You still using light? Uh, is a how long does this uh, tunnel seem? Very, uh, very long. Questionable. Yes, quite long. Yeah. No light sources in it at all. There's no light sources. Snuff out the lights, Barry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I can't. My peepers aren't very good. All right. Just turn them off. It's pitch black. You sh- I can't see anything. I'm blind. I can't see. 
Oh, no, I do. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'll give Opasif and my uh, ruby glasses to Grim, as I usually do when we're in dock situations. Grim will put those on. I can give you a tow of rope. Hold on. Yeah, all right. Just walk slow. Put a hand on the rope, a hand on your shoulder. Hey, you guys make your ways into the cave. It is well mined out. Um, is this ice or rock? Uh, it starts at ice right where you where, where you came in, but it is all rock now. Okay. The cave goes on a slow decline, and it weaves a little bit. Uh, it slightly goes to the south, then slightly to, it goes downwards, and then south, and then it slightly moves east and west here and there. But the cave, the the turns are very subtle. Uh, it's it's almost a straight beeline. It's almost like they knew what they were looking for in terms of like the direction that they're mining in. Um, as you continue moving down this path, you can hear the clinking getting louder. And now you're eventually starting to hear the actual sound of hammer hitting rock. Or pick hitting rock. We'll slow down to a stop, maybe? And turn around and gather everybody in the dark? They're coming up now. Now we need... I don't know what the game plan is now, but we found him. We have to run if there's, there's too many. Three were tough for us. Run? You don't even want to peep what's going on? You don't want to confront anything? You just want to bail? We're already here. We'll stick to the plan and murder them all. What? All of them? All of them. I don't know. Some of you work. I don't know. We can take a peek at the very least. All right, a peek then. Yeah, proceed with caution. Are you all moving forward? Slowly with a few paces between us, you know? I'll stay next to Barry. But I imagine like five feet in front of me is the next player. Okay. It's like a stagger. If that's, uh, you know, speaker than Elliot, I don't know. And then skid whatever it is all right well uh group stealth check then we all move forward do we have pass or no yeah plus 10 excellent 15 for the pilgrim 33 16 15 25 you got five so 15 16 16 i got a 25 25 33. 33. Um, at one moment, you hear kind of the hammering stop for a second. And you guys stop in place. And then you continue to move forward and the hammering resumes. Oh, shit. Still kind of slow and look back with everybody. See if eyes are still pushing him forward before. So it's a narrow tunnel, right? Yeah. And opening up in the, we can't see much, even dim light within 30 feet or whatever. There's, is it a passageway? There's not a door that we see. Is it going to open up into a cavern or is it already a bigger space? Right. You're coming through the tunnels. Uh, you're getting very much closer to the, the source of the noise. Okay. Um, do we see a precipice, a doorway, or is it just like a tunnel for now? It is a continual tunnel and you are probably encroaching on like... A hundred feet from where the noise is. Jesus. Which is just darkness to us right now. You can't see Barry, right? 
No, I can't see you shit. Don't, you don't have dark vision? No. Okay. I'm just like holding onto his uh, shoulder. I'm in the back. We can only see like 25 feet ahead, right? Yeah. What are the ruby goggles you gave me to? Uh, you have dark vision up to 60 feet. Cool. I'll message Pilgrim. Yeah, if those uh, magical uh, goggles give you good, uh, whoever's got the best peepers should uh, maybe peek in stealthily. I'll message you, but I'm kind of just like pinging that around. I'll whisper to uh, Ricky. Ricky. Yes. Might you take a look? Right. What's going on up there? Skid, move aside, please. We'll be fine. Ricky will slowly move forward, crouching down, uh, using all four limbs to remain as silent as possible. All right. So you crouch forward a little bit. Uh, when you're about 60 feet out, you make out. Um, you see two of the, the constructs, the hammers that you saw on the boat, the freakish-looking creatures that have a hammer and a basically like a giant sickle on their arms, and they're hammering away at the stone. Uh, they're very good at this. You can see how how good they are actually at doing that, even though the tortured Durgar inside are not having such a great time. <laughs> surrounding them using regular <laughs> surrounding them using regular pickaxe are four regular Durgar, who seem just to be mining along with pickaxes. And you see a familiar face. You see Dirth, who is. I guess you wouldn't know who Dirth is yet because you haven't seen him, but the rest nope. of the party has. Has the same same nose as the other guy. Yeah. And uh, he is wearing, you see, his armor is giving off a faint glow of blue. As are two other uh, men standing very close to him, two other Durgar standing close to him, who have very large greatswords also glowing in blue next to them. Next to him. Nine. <laughs> two of whom we can take, four of whom we can take, one big boy and two guards. How, how big is the room that they're in? The room is about, I'd say, 25 feet by 30 feet. Oof. And they are harvesting what looks to be big old chunks of shardling. And the shardling gives off a faint blue, blue glow. Would you say that this room was dimly lit? Yes, very dimly lit. Uh, can the uh, pilgrim put their ear to the ground and try to figure out what the weapons they're all holding and everything? Yeah. You'd have to sneak up pretty close, but yeah, you could. Uh, I'll get on my hands and knees. I Do have it. goggles on. I'm not going to get super close, but, you know, I'm not going to try to reveal myself. Yeah, just, okay, yeah. Yeah, you can, it. like, slink along the wall. Oh, I'm slinking. They're not They're not really paying attention to you. They're, they have, they're, <laughs> they're talking about this. Other, they're basically organizing all the shardling. Uh, yes, you see, you hear when you put your ear to them. Everyone's crawling up there. What's happening? Uh, the uh, the armor is wearing an armor uh, you're not very familiar with, but you can tell it's fashioned out of Charlin. Mm. Uh, he has seems to have no weapon, but is carrying a large shield, also made of Charlin. The two men standing right, to, the two Durgar standing right next to him, they are carrying large great swords, and they are made of Charlin, and they are wearing heavy armor. The four standard Durgar. They have military picks, but they're currently holding pickaxes. And they're wearing standard Durgar armor. Um, they're granting them an AC of 16. Standard one. And the constructs themselves are basically the machines that they are. And they have, you can sense the Durgar inside. And you can sense the construct built around this Durgar. 
Can I try to shuffle back to the party? Absolutely. And I'll tell them all this so they have that information. So you have uh, the main homeboy has Charlene armor and a shield. The other two have Charlene great swords, which we don't really even fucking know what that means yet. Nope. Uh, the other ones have picks and armors, and then we have two constructs as well. <laughs> Sounds like a lot. And, and we're pretty sure fire doesn't do anything that much to them, right? Yeah, they're resistant to it, I believe. Yeah, because you lobbing one of those balls would be nice. That was my first thought, but I don't know. It would be a risk. It would be a gamble, but I... You actually found a shield of fire resistance. No, I mean the... Yeah. Exactly. That they had? That's why he was resistant to fire. Oh, okay. Because he was using a shield of fire resistance. Very... Perhaps you put on those goggles the pilgrim's um, wearing and just lop a ball over there. Is is there any other there's no other exit right now? Correct. They're at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, I'm fine with that if you wanna let me borrow those uh, goggles. I'll hand them to Barry. Are we uh in agreement on this? That's a, that's a lot that's a lot of people. I do have, the, I can, like, bring the sun down here. I can create daylight in that room and make it bright for everybody. The, the fireball will hopefully light up a bunch of things, too. I just mean, if, if we're gonna fight these guys one on one after that, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a bloodbath. It is nine against five. I like those odds. Not really, I don't. I don't like them at all. Ricky's just maintaining position, keeping eyes on everyone, making sure that they're not turning around. Well, now that we know where they are, could we buy something at the trader? Something with all our gold? Something to help out with this? I don't know. Alchemist fire, some sort of... What about that jug of endless water? Just shove it down here, let it unfold. Yeah, we could always come back, but... Knows uh, the situation then. Um, you see Barry's flipper starting to pull some sulfur out of a pouch in his uh, in his belt. And you need the glasses and like some sparks. Yeah. Oh. Some sparks. Yeah, he has the glasses. Are you going on. to Are you going to move forward? The rest of you. How far away is everyone else from Ricky? You guys are all kind of in the same spot. All right. About We're 60 feet away. A little bit further than 60 feet away. Fireball has a massive range, too. Thank God. I'm like, Ricky, I, I imagine Ricky is just kind of, whenever there's a tan in a rock wall looking at them from behind one eye, just, you know, about 10 feet out from the entrance of the tunnel in the lead position. Is Ricky giving the vibe of he's into it? Ricky motions backwards with his fingers to come forward. Beautiful. Whoever wants to come forward. I'd say buried, come forward. Uh, what is Pilgrim's vibe? Is he seeming like he's into this, not into this, yep. neutral? Pilgrim puts his uh, hands on the ground and casts his uh, bless at second level. And he bless all four of you all, which means that you all can add a d4 to attack roll or saving throw. Sick. So as he puts, he puts his hands on the ground and draws the symbol of the paths... And uh, you all just feel a little bit of, uh, I don't know, for lack of a better term, golden energy come up from below you. Sick. So yeah, I'm 
Come Barry, on. are you ready? Yeah, as ready as I'm gonna be. Uh, I know we've, we've gotten stronger, but hopefully we can handle this. Same time, then. I pull out a, a bow. Um, I'm gonna I'm, take the back yeah. part of the party. I'm just gonna make sure I'm within 150 feet. That's the fireball range. You can only see within 60 feet of you. I can, oh, I can only see within 60. It, but the the, the, the guys room is not 60. that big. Though. Yeah, it's, it's a small 30, 30 by 40. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can yeah. see the end of it. So can I try to center the fireball? You're gonna in an engulf area that, the whole thing. That I can engulf. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're going to it's a 20 foot radius room. sphere. Yeah, you're going to hit the. Whole okay, room. beautiful. Yeah, Good. I just want to make sure that's. Yeah, take five steps back. Yeah, I just want to make sure I'm in the right, you know. Also, also, fireball doesn't stipulate it has to be a point that you can see. You can just loft it. Yep. Yeah, but it does have to be contiguous, right? It's just you just choose a point, not one you can see. I think a point you choose within range. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's centered on the point you choose. Yeah. So you don't, yeah. see, you don't even have to see it. So yeah, I would say you ready to go, Barry? Same it's time. Like a baseball, but it's not like a baseball. Like a, it's like yeah. shatter. You want to do wow. it same time then. Same time. All right. I kind of before we do it, I glance back to Thrax and Skid. They seem ready. A quick uh, eye gaze against Pilgrims. I mean, like I can't see anything, so I'm just backing up. <laughs> yeah, Pilgrims is like staring. Oh, okay. Three, two, one. I cast Shatter. Beautiful. I drop the sulfur in there. Make a quick symbol. A big fireball uh, whoosh, spreads between the two flippers and whoosh, like loft it towards them. We do a thunder fireball, massive damage AOE attack at the same time. All right. <laughs> Holy shit. The, all right. So they <laughs> roll a 17 for fireball and an 8 for shatter. I'm just rolling them all as one. Cool. All right. Uh, it's Wendy. a. Mine was a constitution save. I'm pretty sure it's yes. going to fail. All of them, probably. Yes, yeah, so that was an 8 for Shatter, and that mm-hmm. was a 18 for... Yeah, 18 passes, uh, so that's half damage. Okay. For 8d6. Yep. Can I get a few d6s? Yeah. All right, I do... All that failed uh, within a... Let's see, it's a 10-foot radius, so a 20-foot diameter. I assume I can hit almost all of them. Uh, they take 23 points of thunder damage. Okay. So it'd be, uh, for me it was uh, 23, but they passed, so it'd be half damage. So I think that's 11 or 12? 12. 12. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me, make oh. this, let me make this other roll real quick. To make sure something doesn't happen. <laughs> oh boy, that's a 97. So, oh, you blast these things. You see the four standard Durgar literally incinerate where they're standing, and they explode oh. with the, between the fire and thing. However, the since you just cast the, the pickaxes, the pickaxes, yeah, the standard Durgar, the children, gotcha. they are all dead. Oh, they, okay. I don't know if they're children. You see it in the flashlight. <laughs> You see the wooden tables and things in the room ignite in the flames, so now everyone can see at normal thing. Yes. And the shatter kind of splinters at all, and now there's like spread fire everywhere. Sick. However, since you cast these two explosives in a cavern, <gasps> the cave crumbles and the ceiling falls in every direction. Oh. The ceiling starts to fall, and you guys are forced to start running. 
as the cave starts to sh- like smash into itself and Run. starts to fall down. No! So now we're going to have some skill checks as you are running out of a collapsing oh, no. cave system. God. Start running. You guys turn and run as the shatter and the explosion of a fireball rocks the entire earth surrounding the Durgar. Durgar, Durgar, you do not see what happens, but my god, they, for all intents and purposes, look like they've just been buried alive. Oh, sick. So you guys begin running, and in like a, yes, Indiana Jones fashion, Go, Ricky! the ceiling starts falling, and it's coming straight for you guys. Run. First, we'll start with the dex check for everyone. As stones fall from the ceiling, stalactites are so pieces of like ice and ground start falling in sharp moves. Sweet. 15. 15 as well. 8. Oh. 21. 5. No, wait, 6, sorry. 6. Pilgrim, Skid, as you're running, pieces of rock are falling. Big one clips both of you as you smash through the corner, and you guys kind of get stuck, but squeeze your way through. You take 12 damage as one of the bigger rocks falls on, on each of you. But you continue running. Now I'm going to need a constitution saving throw as a huge piece of rock falls in front of the party and now you must all basically hold it back before it starts rolling forward down towards you guys. Six. Again. Con, con. Eight. Eight? Fifteen. Fifteen? Thirteen. Also remember we all blessed. Oh, fuck, we're all blessed. Roll a d4. Oh, 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 hell yeah. You all are blessed. I'm not blessed. Seventeen. Oh, I need to roll see if I keep that concentration from the first one. I got a 19 on my roll, Jesse, so I keep the concentration on Bless, so they're still okay. I got a 16. 11. 7. Below a 13, you take 10 damage as this rock falls and slides down the the grade that you're at, and it slides right through and hits some of you as it's falling down. You guys continue running. Now this is going to be the important one. The cave starts crumbling hard behind you, and a larger piece of rock falls in your way. You're going to have to push this piece of rock out of the entrance in order to escape. Um... So this will be a strength check. Okay. You can use athletics or acrobatics as well. But you guys will have to beat a certain number in order to push this out before the rest of the, the, the cave collapses on you. You're close to the exit. This is your last skill check here. But if you... I wouldn't assume you're going to be buried alive, but you'll be taking significant damage and you'll be stuck here for quite some time if the whole cave collapses on you. Do we have an opportunity to like boost ourselves if we can? You definitely do. I got a crit 20, but it's a minus 1 on strength. 14 plus 7, 21. So 19 for Pilgrim, 20. You said 21. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 11 for Barry. Yeah, I mean, I got to 12. And as I see it fall, I will use my, if I can, I will use my bonus action to mass healing wood, everyone. Nice. Besides me. Skittle see this rock kind of knock going and think about his own goblin hands not being able to get as much strength and he uses last wild shape to like hulk into a massive polar bear and use that to uh do make his strength check everyone that took damage you can get seven hit points back nice uh 20 not, 20? Na- not natural you beat it by four <laughs> so as you're pressing up uh, the polar bear turns turns shape and headbutts smashed right into the front of it. And as you push it out, the ice that is holding it, like holding up the, together where you guys squished your way in, it bursts out and the piece of rock falls, splashes into the water as it cracks through the 
what's it, along the edge, the the sharp points of the the ice that are poking out of the water shatter into pieces, and behind you lays a absolutely destroyed cavern where you knew the Duragar were. Sweet. Everybody okay? I took a few rocks to the face, but that's it. Uh, well, they won't be digging from here. None the worse for wear. Ricky Steele saves the day again. Yeah. Was it, were you able to see exactly what they were doing? Yeah, they were just mining Chardelin. Yeah? Yes. Apparently a deposit beneath the town. Where, where, where the rocks collapsed, does it look like it was like very airtight or they, they collapse in like this sort of way where there's still like cracks to go down to that tunnel? There's like, it's jumbled rock. It's not full yeah. piled rock. Oh, I feel you, brother. I'm spamming create water. Nice. I'll cast it four t- or yeah, four times in a row. All right, four times, create water. Yep, just, Ingenious. just like, you just see like a, a, like a, a Charlie Brown cloud above the rock and just a stream of it going into the tunnel and just I guess at that point I'll have to calculate the gallons but it's a lot of water alright how many times do you spam it Four. well I Four. spammed it three on level one and once on level two so uh, it's going to be at least 40 gallons down that tunnel it's not as much as I would like but it's still a decent amount of water mm-hmm. so Skid polar bear will just look. and it's cold, so that sucks. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, It'll freeze instantly. It's fucking freezing. That'll put out their nice fire. We stuff forlorn but. at the sunken thing and just say in a really melancholy voice, <gasps> "So much loot." That gives our plan to uh, either intimidate, torture, or speak with dead information out of that little fuck, but. I think we all can agree we did a good job. I hope so. I think so. Something tells me you will find that little bugger. You will run into him again. You think he's going to escape? Yeah. He got a way of making their way out, even though it didn't look like there was another uh, way out of that place. Ricky, uh, put on your sea invisibility. Maybe he's tiny. I don't cast sea invisibility on myself, so wave over my eyes. With a, a nice two fingers going in both directions. Because didn't he run away really tiny one time? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, they get super tiny. Yes. And you I'll, can turn very tiny. Uh huh. I will cast sea invisibility and <laughs> I will. into a mouse hole. <laughs> I, will, I will look down at the cave entrance and look around the area. See if there's any tiny footprints, or if I see no tiny footprints, I will stare at the. Well, we'll see water footprints too from the. Mm, yeah, it's very interesting. Hey, uh, <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> You cast the invisibility. Whoa! Oh, <laughs> he spilled beer all over him. It's amazing. Oh, man. Old style, right to the dome. Lovely. <laughs> you cast sea invisibility. And you, you cast sea beer in your fucking yes. eyes. It just exploded face. all over Evan's face. Oh. <laughs> but you do deserve that. Yeah. It's also perfect Are you shaking time. Barry doesn't like that. <laughs> Because you're gonna need that fucking beer. Because yeah. some, cast- some of the water the pilgrim passed it, uh, cast it down there, kind of burst up into Barry's face from the heat. Yes. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you turn around, and with your sea invisibility, you see Dirth makes eye contact directly with you as you look straight at him, and he goes, "Oh fuck!" He yells in the language. Does anyone speak Undercommon? 
no. invisible and he's tiny. He's not tiny oh, anymore. Invisible though. Yep. Oh. Uh, he yells something so no one can spell, speak undercom. No. He yells something you don't understand, and you see just the three, him and the two, two carrying the Charlotte greatswords appear in front of you. Oh no. Are they invisible? And he is looks furious at you. Oh! Furious. They break invisibility. And now we will roll for initiative. Yes! So they make eye contact with you. Uh, Joel, correct me if I'm wrong on this. Poshulti uh, Yubjuk. Joel, he yells something like that, right? Because Russian's under common? Sure, yeah. Yeah, okay. So he yells that at you guys. And um, the combat begins. Skid, you are up. Are you a giant polar bear? Right now? I think Thrax has 19. No. No, you got a... I got uh, eight. Eight. Giant polar bear. And his two bodyguards are um, in front of him, correct? Yeah, so you see three Durgar in front of you. One of them is wearing the Shardlin armor and has a shield. You remember him to be Durth. You've seen him before. Uh, And then the other two are are other Durgar, and they have Shardlin greatswords, and they're at the ready. I'll just get the closest one, so an underling... Uh, in front of him, and I will get up on his hind legs and do a maul attack and a bite attack. Um, 17 to hit. 17 does hit. And that is um, 9 damage. 9, okay. And then 20 to hit. 20 also hits. And that is 10 damage. Alrighty. And then I'll just stay in its space and kind of put my ass away so I'm only in combat with one of them and uh, give everybody else a good clean look and growl and pass my turn. Alright, so I'm going to move you up to him. Uh, Ricky Steele, you are up next. Alright. I look straight at death. A fire in my eyes you haven't seen before. Ricky Steele pulls out his rapier, draws a symbol of a, a draconic mystery in the air, and casts Hold Person on death. It's a wisdom saving throw. Uh, what kind of spell is that? Uh, it's a spell. What do you mean, what kind? Uh, Isn't that a charm? A wisdom or something. Is it a charm spell? It is an enchantment spell. Okay. That is a 18. Oh, he passes. I hold ground as I continue to stare deeply at death. Pissed off. Very good. Uh, it is now the door's turn. Uh, the polar bear who has stepped up and attacked. The two Durgar will flank the polar bear, and all four they will attack four times at the cool. polar bear. That is an eight for the first attack. Yes. That is a twenty-two for the second attack. Hit. That is a eleven for the next attack. Miss. And that is a fifteen for the next attack. Hit. So two hits. Uh, two hits. Average damage. So that's thirty-two damage from the two attacks with a longsword. Bravely wounded. <laughs> Dirth, uh, staring straight back at Ricky. He will cast Hold Person on Ricky Steele. Ooh. Ooh. <clears throat> My cute death. <laughs> it's a wisdom saving throw. That is correct. You have to beat a 16. I got a 3. You are held. <laughs> I instantly paralyzed. I can no longer use reactions or any actions whatsoever. And he will move himself behind his two uh, his two uh, lieutenants. It is now Thrax, you're up. I go right up to my 
polar bear friend, and uh, that's 15, 20, 30. I'm gonna adrenaline rush, which is a an orc trait, so I get to use the dash action. I was say you're you're within range. They're like right by you. Well, I want to get on top of the polar bear. And that, so that oh, like use one of your movements, one of your adrenaline movements to climb? Well, because I have mountain combatant. Right. It only takes uh, a little bit of movement. Okay, yeah. So you're going to I mean, you're, you're already within like 15 feet of these people. You're, you're basically already in, almost in close combat. All right. Jump on the polar bear, pull out battle axe, and swing with great weapon master fighting into this guy. Are you attacking the one that's been hurt already? Uh... The one that got a... Yes. Yep. Yes, I am. Okay. So that is uh, 18 hits. Minus 5. So that's 13 plus 9. So 22. Hits. Are you using Great Weapon? Yes. So that is 18 damage on the hit. 18. Got it. And then I'm going to swing again. That is uh, 11 plus... So that's going to be a 19 to hits. hit. That's going to be 17 damage then. 17, got it. And I go, you keep away from this polar bear. And then, in fact, I uh, I rage, right? What is it called again? No, action surge. Uh, and I'm going to do the same thing again. Uh, that's going to be a uh, minus 5, so 11, nine, or dirty 20. This? For 15 damage. This one might not hit. Uh, it's going to be a 10. <laughs> 10, 10 misses. Yeah. So you hit with three of the attacks. You cl- mount the polar bear and you start swinging your battle axe wildly. And three of them cleave right into this Durgar's armor. And he yells out in pain. And then I'm going to mark him. Bam. All right. The, <coughs> Good the one hit. Taking damage. Very. All right, uh, Barry just saw Thrax uh, run into it, as well as the polar bear, and you see Barry uh, begins to just slowly walk towards uh, the Dorgar, and yeah, you're about to have a bad day, buddy. Uh, and uh, he kind of just like uh, starts tracing a sigil of teal energy in the air, and suddenly he splits into the, now there's three different or four different berries that uh, shift with him as well. There's th- three hallucinations in Barry, and they kind of like shift, so you can't tell which is which, and they all approach and flank uh, alongside of the Dorgar, and that's my action. And I, I'm just gonna try to kind of make a wall of these hallucinations, uh, so they can't really. Uh, move is that a mirror image? To, it's a mirror image, exactly. Uh, so they can't really disengage without maybe taking a whack, not knowing which one is real. You got it. Cool. And pass. Uh, next is Pilgrim. All right. Pilgrim will step forward just a little bit and slam their quarterstaff on the ground. And immediately from the staff beneath them, you see the symbol of the signs. And from the symbol of the signs, comes out some pink and gold energy that flies mostly to Skid. Skid, you're going to get 25 HP back. Ooh. And Thrax, you're going to get 5 back. That's perfect. Uh, as he uses his channel divinity, preserve life. And that is my entire action. God damn. Polar bear's looking shiny. Monsters. Back Faster. to the top of the order then, Skid. Reinvigorated with that. Um, fuck. Yeah, go for the one that's already been injured with a claw attack. Dirty 20 to hit Hits. and a 15 to hit. 
15 hits as well. Um, I would say 15 is the AC on the greatsword. That is Dude. 27 total damage. 27 total damage. A bite and a claw, just biting at the head and trying to smack the back of the neck. That's massive. And we'll stay there. Uh, Ricky Steele, you are a held person. You get to roll, correct? <laughs> and the end of my tent, 13. 13, 13 fails. You are still paralyzed. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. now Derekar's turn. Uh, the one who has been injured a lot, you'll see him yell out much in the way that Thrice does. He goes, oh, and some of his wounds close. Sick. As he uses second wind. And he will turn, and he will make, uh, they will make two attacks on Thrax, two attacks on Skid. A disadvantage on Skid. And I get a Sentinel attack. You got it. So that's a uh, uh, disadvantage on Skid. So that's a 12 and 12. So 17 and 17 for the first roll. Both hit. And then a, oh, that's only a 12 for the second attack. Miss. And then Thrax, that's a 22. Hit. And a 13. Miss. So that is 16 to Thrax and 16 to Skid. The one who is now under half, uh, who's under half health, he'll use his other ability, and he action surges, and he'll attack twice more. Can I get my um, Sentinel attack in? Yep. Uh, 27 to hit, Hits. and it's um, 14 damage. You got it. This he takes one- more damage. He's very injured, but he will action surge, and he will attack twice again. Is that the one we... We this is like the one that you've, you've hit a lot. Okay. He's not looking good. Okay. So he action surges and he will attack again. His head's barely hanging on. Oof. And he crits Thrax. Oh. Uh, he crits no. Thrax and that's, uh, so that'd be 16 plus 8, 24 damage. Beefy. And then Skid. Oh my god, it's a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, 13 to hit. Uh, that hits. 13? Uh, so that's uh, 16 damage onto you. Still up. Uh, then the Dirth, he will smile, look at, uh, look at the turtle. Hey, right here, buddy. Right here, buddy. Right here, buddy. Right here, And buddy. he smiles and laughs at you. And he targets you because he's immune to illusions. Oh, and so fuck. he straight up targets you with uh, blindness. <laughs> oh, All right. shit. The so saving throw, baby. That is a con save. Does this fuck with his whole person? Uh, it, if it's a concentration spell, it would. Uh, constitution saving though? Uh, I think it's kind of yeah. Yeah, constitution. Sounds right. Yeah. Ooh, very poor. That is only an eight. An eight? Uh-huh. And so you fail. You are blinded. And blindness deafness is not a concentration spell. Damn. Where'd you go? Next is back to Thrax. All right. Thrax, having been hit by this guy, is going to take a, uh, a swing into him. Uh, this will be the great weapon, so that's going to be minus 5, 6, plus 9 is a 15. 15 will hit. 14 damage. And then a miss. Damn it. But I get a free attack with advantage because of you attacked Skid on that last turn. So that is going to be uh, 17 hit. Four, four plus ten. Uh, so fourteen more damage to him on that. All right, he's looking real shitty. And then I'm going to, like he did, uh, second. Yeah. 
Ooh, I regained 15 HP. All right. Barry, you are up. You are blinded. Beautiful. Now, just uh, kind of uh, feeling my way, hoping to line this up from where he was, from where he, where I remember him being, I'm gonna pull some arcing electricity between my flippers and cast whip Witch Bolt at the guy who blinded me. Uh, yeah. It's with disadvantage, because I'm blinded. Yeah, definitely cast with, the, uh, with uh-huh. disadvantage. Yep. Alright. Alright, yeah, so the lower one was a 14. 14? Yeah. Alright, that misses, and uh, roll a d6. No. <laughs> it's a 3. A three? Uh-huh. Uh, that is... Two, two, so one, two, three. So you hit Thrax. Oh, my God. That was a second level, too. Uh, so you guys are piled on top of each other. You shot kind of into a group while you're blinded. Uh-huh. And so you uh, hit Thrax on accident. All right. That's uh, 12 lightning damage. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Take that! Bro! <laughs> 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 What the fuck? Pilgrim, you are up. You just watched uh, Barry, who's blind, blast lightning into a pile of fray of enemies and friends and hit Thrax. Right. Changing his strategy a little bit, Pilgrim was originally conjuring up something else, kind of looking at, like, uh, the main dude, Dearth, you know? He was looking at him. But uh, upon seeing Thrax's skeleton be uh, present to the entire party... He's going to cast level three Cure Wounds as he runs up right behind Thrax and touches him. Oh, thank you. Um, so I'm going to run up and touch you and do level three Cure Wounds. Huge. Let's see what it is. Uh, it's not great. It's 14. Oh, dude, that's, that's good. That, that do I make a blindness save, by the way, at the end of my turn? No. Yeah, con. Con save. That was good that time. 15 plus 3, 18. Passes. Cool. Beauty. You are unblinded, and you cool. see the remnants of your electricity. Oh! I'm so sorry. And on that you see me get touched, though. Oh. Yes, and you see Pilgrim heal. And Pilgrim, is that your turn? Yeah. All right, back to the top door, Skid. This motherfucker needs to die. Bite and fucking claw attacks. You got it. Critical 20 and a 26. Sick. And I rolled a crit on the damage for that one. So 16 plus 10 is 26 for All the claw. Right. Uh, so the claw, describe your kill on the claw. Uh, just right across the side of his face. And it's blunt force trauma. The neck just turns, and it's like his spine comes out of the back of his neck from the strength of the polar bear. Sick. Um, then would he be able to turn yeah. target to the next? Yeah, one? you're surrounded by these guys. Yeah. yeah. They're so the then, two the two dudes with great swords around you. So yeah. then it would be uh, sixteen. No, plus five. Um, uh, four, thirteen bite. So the next, thirteen to hit. Yeah. No, thirteen bite to the next one. Twenty-seven to hit. Okay, yeah, 13, 13 damage. And then he would stick there strong and use his bonus action to just, like, tense his muscles and expel a third-level spell slot to regain 3d8. Okay. Pass 10. Eight. All right. Eight. Seven. Seven. One. And one. <laughs> it all comes to the average. Ricky Steele, you are up. You are still held. No. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. You can roll to try and break it. 16 to break it. 16 to break it? No. We <laughs> can steal is still held by held, hold person. It's been three rounds, right? Yes. All right. Three more to go. <laughs> uh, the dwarves are up. Uh, the Durgar, I should say, are up. Uh, the other lieutenant, he'll step closer in, and he will once again swing at the polar bear, who just he just watched his friend get killed. Swing at the polar bear twice with disadvantage. 
I, I didn't mark that guy. Oh, so I just have regular Can attack? You switch it when he dies? Uh, no, I cannot. Okay, so that's a 19 to hit, hit. first one. And that's a 22 to hit the second one. So that'll be 32 damage on the two attacks. On the second one, I'll make it attack me. Okay. So it'll hit you, and that'll be... Uh, so it's 16 and 16 apiece, then. 16 damage on the second one. Mm-hmm. Skid will take a sentinel attack once he's forced to attack Thrax. Okay. It's fucking insane. 16. 16? 16 hits? Uh, 12 damage. All right. So he takes damage. You see him like as, as you guys are kind of comboed up together. Dirth will line himself up. Oh no! And uh, <laughs> seeing all you guys in a straight line on this map, he will attack all of you at once. And he holds out his hand. And he shoots out a basically what looks like a cold ray from his hand of ice. And like a DBZ too, right? move. Yeah, it looks like uh, it looks like Ray of Frost, but a little bit more chardelin colored. And it pierces through everyone. So that is a attack roll for me. So I just roll a general attack roll. It gets his lieutenant too, right? Mm-hmm. Nice. That's a 17 to hit. Yep. You have Everybody a, except Barry, I think. You, you have advantage on me. Oh, yeah. Uh, 17 to hit still. Yeah, I'm 17. <laughs> 17? Mm-hmm. All right, so it hits everyone. Misses me. Oh, misses Thrax? Yes. So it misses Thrax. That's 12, that's 12 frost damage to everyone in the straight line. Cool, I'm going to uh, gather some of the frost into my flipper and cast Absorb Elements. Having nice. It. Skid right. pops back into existence. The polar bear. No. Gone. And at this point, you see Dirth then use uh, his legendary action that he's been holding on to. So Dirth uses legendary action, and from his armor, the center part of his armor, you see it start glowing green, and it, a beam goes into his lieutenant, and they are now connected by a tether of some sort so that you don't quite understand what it does yet. But they are connected now. And it is now on to Thrax's turn. I'm going to go for five. Because I can boom, boom, still within range, hit the magic guy. Okay. That's a 12. 12 misses. Easily deflects it with his shield. 28. 28 hits. Okay, that's going to be 10 plus, holy shit, uh, 26 damage. 26 damage? Yeah. You also make a con save. Mm-hmm. Of 13. 13. <laughs> God damn it. Or 13 plus 5, so 18. I'm going to mark him. And that was 20, how much damage? 20? 26. 26, okay. Very good. When you hit him, uh, you notice that part of his wound that you slice through him closes, and a little bit wound of his guy opens up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Evil as shit. I passed the turn. Barry, you are up. I noticed this, and first there's like electric, like radiant energy coming from my uh, flippers, and it's looking at Dirth, and then I just look at his like minion, and then send the arcing energy towards the minion. Okay. Just detonate him. Uh, not great though. It's only a uh, 16 to hit. 16 will hit. Great. All right, 16. Pretty good. Uh, there's 21. 21 uh, lightning damage All at right. the minion. 21. Once again, you see some of the some of the electricity go to Dirth. 
Very nice. Well. If it does take damage, he needs to make another con save. Mm-hmm. He crit misses that, so you are no longer held. Nice. Shield. Fuck you. Yes. Good cool. fucking turn, Evan. Hell yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, I'm passing. Alright, turns past. That is uh, Pilgrim. Um, Pilgrim's going to look at Dearth and cast Command. And, uh, yeah, you have to beat a DC 15 wisdom saving throw. Is Command a charm spell? Uh, I believe it is. You yell something at him and he just shakes it off. Click on it. It says enchantment. Enchantment? Okay. And what do I have to, uh, what kind of save? 15 wisdom. That is a 22. Oh, he crushes it anyways. All right, that doesn't matter. Good try, though. That's Good idea. Uh, Pilgrim is done, so that was Skid next. Oh, shit. Skid. Well. Oh, shit. He's, uh, he's wearing metal armor, yeah? Uh, the main, the lieutenant is. Dirth is wearing Charlotte armor. Super cool. Super cool. Fuck, sorry guys. I was used to being uh, an animal. Fuck. <laughs> Skid will look to um, west of the battlefield a little bit and he'll cast uh, Erupting Earth just so it catches the fringes of. Um, Nerd Earth and his uh, lieutenant. And they have to make uh, dexterity saving throws. Alright. Dirt crits. Uh, his buddy gets Damn. a 8. Succeed, fail. Uh, 34 damage to those who failed. And half of that to whoever succeeded. And it's crazy terrain. Uh, West of the battlefield. Sick. All I rolled, right. So I rolled an 11, an 11, and a 12. Jesus. <laughs> 50. So that's 54 damage you deal to their combined thing. Um, Conjoined. And a Conjoined. bonus action, I will uh, disengage uh, and retreat. Um, uh, east, like 10, 15 feet. I'll move them on the map. That'll okay. be the end of my turn. Very good. Uh, yeah, they, they, it looks like they hurt them pretty decently. Um, Ricky Steele, you are now up, unfrozen from time. <laughs> <clears throat> Ricky Steele, coming out of his paralyzed state, gets down, touches the ground, flicks some snow up in the air. I cast mass healing word on the entire party. Nice. Everyone gets five hit points back. Nice. Five I didn't have. That's my bonus action. Excellent. Oh. I move forward to the east side of death, if I can make it up that far, and I will immediately use my action to attack him twice. With my rapier. With mm -hmm. a sea serpent motif. It's a plus one. That's an eight. That's going to miss. It misses. That's a 14. Also misses. <laughs> Darth easily <laughs> knocks away your rapier with his big shield. I'm still shaking off the effects of my paralysis. Mm. <laughs> yeah, likely start. A bit rusty. A bit mm. rusty, eh, Ricky? Oil. Next, it's the dwarves. Or the Durgar. 
Uh, Thrax is still up there in the mech mix. So uh, the one, he will yell out and second wind himself. Okay. Shit off. And he will attack four times using an action surge on Thrax. Oh, you lucky fucker. Uh, 23 <laughs> to hit and then a 6 to hit. Uh, hit for the 23. And then a 17 and an, uh, a 9. I bash the 17 away and the 9. You stop the 17 as well? Mm-hmm. Alright, so you take 16 damage total. 16? Mm-hmm. Alright. Dirth, uh, seeing he's, he got attacked by Ricky Steele. He will go into melee mode, and from his hand sprouts a spectral blade, and uh, it looks very purpley and glows with a chardelin color, and he kind of holds it on his hand like it's a, an extension of the tips of his fingers. And he will slash at you twice. That is a... Is he, is, is he an anime villain? Mm-hmm. Kind of. very anime. He's a, a 23 and a 26 to hit. And both hit. So that is a... Uh, 30 damage, uh, 10 psych- or 20 psychic, and 10 slashing. 30 total. Yes. I look really fucked up. Thrax, you are up. All right. Magic boy, I'm going to great weapon mastery smash into him for a time. That's going to miss. That's uh, going to just hit uh, for a 15. You're taking right? the magic one? Yeah. Magic one that does not hit him. Fifteen doesn't hit. Not him. No. Oh. Pass the turn. Uh, Barry, you are up. Ricky, hold on. Kind of charge towards Ricky. These uh, four forms of Barry, and I still have arcing electricity that is actually tethered from my hands to Dirth's, mm-hmm. and I just just focus it, and um, that's how the witch bolt works, I believe. So I just roll again for damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, believe, believe. Just, just does damage. Yeah. yeah, it just does damage, beauty, yes. which is nice. Oh, eee. only 11, 11 electric thought lightning damage. <laughs> right, uh, so he gets shocked a little bit. Yeah. And I'm just trying to, if I can move in a position where I'm like, you know, kind of next to or between Dirth and uh, Ricky, you know, I see that Ricky is super injured and I'm, I'm looking almost unharmed. Okay. Yeah. So you're up next to, yeah. you're kind of in the mix. Now exactly. you're next to Thrax in the combat. Ricky, you, exactly. Ricky and Thrax are all kind of piled up there. Pilgrim's got a couple steps behind everyone, but he's there. Yeah. And I know he can see through my illusion, but I'd still, I'm healthy. Yeah. At, at, you're up there. Cool. Pass. All right. Pilgrim, you're up. Um, is Ricky up in the battle? I'm, yeah. He's, a, he's attacking Dirth. He is. He's right here. He's like here. Like there-ish, like yeah. right up in front. Yeah. He's right on Dirth. Oh yeah, then I'll run right behind Ricky, and I will cast Healing Word at third level once again. Or I'm sorry, Cure Wounds. I misspoke. The touching one, right? Yeah, I touch okay. him. You get 19 points back. Sick. Uh, I guess I'll run around. Yeah, to this side, to where I'm. Yeah, behind yeah him. I think I can make it. So I'm behind Ricky, and uh, behind uh, Barry as well, and I'll pass the turn. All right, Skid, you're up. Say, oh, Dirth, you haven't met anybody that saw your brother die? Wolves pray here. And cast uh, Conjure Animals and summon two dire wolves. Ooh. Um, and they uh, have their own turn, but I think that they wait till my next turn. Can you just use them when they get some of these? I mean, it's, it makes them roll initiative for their summon creatures, but typically they go on mine. 
Um, yeah. But I think that's using my action to make them attack. Um, I think it's just casting a spell. Okay. So it just counters them. Yeah, so just have them go on your turn. Um, just the first time. Sorry, guys. No worries. So that'd be your your turn would be the action, and then they have their own actions. So then both of the uh, direwolves would charge at Dearth. Okay. And using pack tactics attack to attack at him with um, their bites. All right. Uh, critical 20 for the first one. Hits. And 16 for the second one. 16 misses. Critical 20 is a 23. And he has to make a strength saving throw. Unless he's a damn, that is a strong, prone. strong wolf. That's killer. Little hot on dice. Okay, and they're big wolves. That is yeah. a twenty-one. Uh, he's not prone, um, and they're both up on him. And Skid passes his turn. Are they like twenty-one? He's not prone. No, no, oh, he's not. He's not prone. prone. Are they like pilgrims wolves, or are they like ethereal, like ghostly, or are they like realistic? They're fae, but they look they look um, they look like smaller versions of Skid when he transforms. Oh, cool. Uh, Rick Steele, you're up. All right, I'll attack Des again twice. Right, you have advantage because he's surrounded. Sick. Give me one second. Advantage rules. Let's go. That is a twenty-two to hit on the first attack. Twenty-two will hit. I would like to um, use my uh, Bardic Inspiration, and I will Defensive Flourish on him. Nice. What does that do? It uh, allows me to add extra damage. Um, so he takes eight damage. All right. My AC goes up by one, because I rolled a one, which sucks. Shit. <laughs> I will attack him again, because I have two attacks. Very good. Yes. Advantage. Twenty-two again. Twenty-two hits. You take nine more damage. Nine more damage. And I will bonus action healing word myself. Ricky, you've got this, baby. <laughs> it shoots out from your hand, goes out, and then like three feet forward, comes right back to your face. Yes, <laughs> right on my lips. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> and I get six more hit points back. All right. Uh, since the Durgar are still in the same positions that they were, uh, the lieutenant will once again attack Thrax twice. Ooh, same roll for both. So that's a 23 twice. Both hit. Uh, that is 32 damage on Thrax. How much is the first? 16. One? All right. Then I go down, and then I come back at 1 HP. After the second one. And then that second one? Mm -hmm. Cool. Orcish blood heating up. Uh, it's already heated and I'm billowing out. <laughs> I'm boiling. Cooling. All right. Um, let's see. Seeing that, uh, Dirth will once again attack once at Ricky and once at Thrax. That is a 19 for Ricky. And a 15 for Thrax. I, I block it as I'm breathing very heavily. As he tries to hit me, I reuse my reaction and I say, I think not today, death of the earth. I can't think of anything better and I cast silvery bobs. All right. <laughs> I re-roll. 
is a crit 20. Oh. <laughs> you take the lower one, but okay. All right. Uh, so that is 10 psychic and five, uh, or yeah, 10 psychic and five regular damage. So 15 total. Yes. That is their turn. Thrax, you are up. All right, just swinging into dearth with no great weapon mastery. Damn, I should have. Uh, 26 for uh, 9 damage. I'll go for another one. Uh, that's going to be plus 15 plus 8 is uh, 23 damage. 23? Mm-hmm. All right. And pass the turn. All right, turn past. It's uh, do Barry Paca. All right, still. Uh, how does Dearth look? Well, they're combined, so they're they look like they're sharing health. Yeah. How does the minion look? That's they con- look. They con- both look pretty fucked up. Conjoined. Uh, okay. They look probably like either one look worse. They look exactly the same because they're okay. splitting health. Yeah. So okay. So exactly equal at all times. Yes. Okay. Does the tether look like you could break that? Uh, if you had a spell that could potentially do it. Okay. Cool. I'm just gonna uh, go straight attack then at uh, I'll just go at Dearth. Don't you have the wish bolt up? Yeah, the wish bolt. So I'll just, I'll just keep right, that. I, I will say Dearth does have a much higher AC and they're sharing health. I'll, I'll just point that out for you guys. Totally. Right. Cool. So I'll just zap. I'm already uh, witch bolting za- uh, him, so I'm just yeah. gonna continue with that. Ooh, okay. Alright. Alright, yeah. Just 16 there. 16, 16. lightning. Cool. Yeah. As I hit him again, and, uh, yep. Just try to, again, move close to him between, like, Thrax and them so that I can start taking some damage. Mm-hmm. And pass. Uh, turn, then, is Pilgrim. You're up. Uh, Pilgrim will uh, scoot through his allies, go right up to Thrax, put his hand on Thrax's back, and cast Cure Wounds at level 3 for his last spell slot. Hopefully it's a good one. 19 hit points to Thrax. Sick. Pass turn. All right, Skid, you're up. Uh, Skid's wolves will pivot and attack the uh, minion, the lieutenant, with pack tactics. 23, 24. Both it. 9, uh, 8, and 2 uh, dexterity saving throws. Strength saving throws, I'm sorry. Uh, is a 14 and a 18. Uh, save, save. All right. Um, and for Skid's turn, he will charge and um, use a cantrip as an action. Primal savagery, and his nails will grow longer, and his and his teeth will grow longer, and he'll jump at the lieutenant and attack him with a melee attack. All right, you have advantage because he is surrounded. 16 to hit. 16 hits him. <laughs> 17 acid damage. 17 acid damage. And he'll just start yelling. Yeah! Woosh, Jump like that! <laughs> fucking die! Ricky? Okay, Steel takes pause. Has noticed that his uh, rapier skills and his uh, sword plays been semi ineffective against this dearth and his lieutenant. 
the paralysis finally wears off, he has recovered his mind. He looks at the lieutenant and casts dissonant whispers. It's a wisdom save for 15 as he starts to whisper to himself. There's a 15. You do save, but you still take half damage. That is six psychic damage. So how much? Six psychic damage. All right. And all, uh, seeing as Skid is engaged in full primal savagery mode, claws out. Uh, Ricky uses his bonus action. Skid, the wolves prey everywhere, but here in particular, the wolf pack goes, and we leave none behind. Ow, ow. And Pardon? a bardic and spy skid. Six or eight? It's a D8. Thank you, sir. <laughs> All right. All right, so. At this moment, uh, it is now the Durgar's turn. The one lieutenant raises up his greatsword, and you see the link break. Ooh. And he turns around and goes... He kind of makes eye contact with Dirth, and Dirth points straight out of the ground and casts Fireball right where everyone's standing, including himself. So everyone deck save. (laughs) 24. Six. I'm going to absorb elements, and in doing that, my ward pops out 30 feet. Uh, I got a 15, and I will also use absorb elements. Right. So 16 and below, take full damage, which is 26 damage. <clears throat> Down. That's <coughs> cool. half of that. Thirteen. The lieutenant 13 is incinerated. Yeah, passes 13. The lieutenant's completely incinerated. Dirt is looking pretty fucked up, too. My claws and fangs charge up. Yeah, do you suck in some of it, some yeah. of the energy? Yeah, usually Barry and uh, Skid both do that. It goes to his fingernails and his teeth. They kind of both glow for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And as he does that, as he's putting out the fires around his body, he takes his hand with this spectral blade and hits his shield three times. Gotta respect him. Oh, okay. Dex, you are up. All right, I'm gonna great weapon. Hopefully, I can hit him. She's still alive. Jesus. I'm, no, I'm almost dead. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. 8 plus 9. 17. 17? 17 to hit. Uh, 17 misses. Oh, fuck. Okay. I'm going to try again. Great weapon. Miss. All right. Barry, you're up. All right. Uh, I believe I'm still on him uh, with Witch Bolt, correct? It's a minute long. and mm-hmm. I, That's your concept. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, con save. Uh, con save for taking that damage. We'll see here if I still... Uh, now it's only a 12, I imagine. That, that saves. That saves? It's, it's, it's either 10 or half the damage. Beautiful. Cool. So I'll just give him the zap as usual. Not great, though. Yeah, that's only 14. 14 lightning damage. Pretty good. As I just He's main, not looking good at all. Maintaining the consistent damage, and again, um, I don't know if if my uh, duplicates are still up. That only lasts a minute as well, so it's up to you. If I don't know. Yeah, it's still up. It's cool. Like Ten turns or so. Beautiful. Okay, pass. All right, uh, Pilgrim, you're up. Yeah, saving throw. Ooh, oh shit. Baby. That's not good oh, omens. Not good. Roll off the table. <laughs> Save. 
Ooh. Save, nice. Skid, you're up. Skid's claws and teeth grow with fire energy, and he will attack uh, Dearth with uh, Primal Savagery. If it's a spell, you can use my D8 for the damage if you'd like. Fucking dope. I'll use it to hit. <laughs> 18. 18 hits. Um, 12. Ooh. 12 uh, fire damage and poison damage. He's just up in his face. Um, bonus action. No, stay right there. Fuck you, Sunblind. Fuck you. Brother's dead. Your dad's gonna die. Fuck you. All right, Ricky Steele. Grim, the team still needs you. I'll expend my last spell slot to cast bonus action healing word on Grim. At six healing, back to you, Grim. Welcome back. And I will use my action to attack this sun blight twice with my rapier. That is a 25 to hit. 25 hits. Cool. I will use a bardic inspiration to defensively flourish as I move around, uh, dancing and prancing about with my rapier like a dandy fool. Roll, please. Oh, you, just hear, you just hear Grim go. <gasps> and what am I doing a save? No, I'm just expending a die to oh. uh, Biotic Inspiration to do extra damage. I deal 18 damage to you. 18. And my AC goes up by 6 until the start of my next turn. And then I will attack you again. This is a 15 to hit. 15 misses. All right. He's basically that second attack you make at him he's basically just throwing his shield to try and deflect things at this point he looks insanely he looks near death you can see the fear in his eyes but also the only word that you hear that you understand is nildar and he reinvigorates himself and he will stab out at let's see i'll roll for that okay he stabs out at skid and he stags out at Barry. That is skid for 24. Hit. And that is for Barry, that's a 17. Uh, I will uh, reflectively cast shield. Boom. Right. Boom. Bubble comes up, blocks it. What does your shield look like? The hedgehog sound? Boom. Exactly. Wow. Uh, the shield looks like a, a teal uh, tortoise shell, but like transparent. Nice. It's like a, a shield, but it's teal and colorful. Sure, it's like full shield from front to back. Then. Yeah, it's just like a bubble, but it's like a tortoise shell. It's like a, in, a little bit uh, hexagon. hexagonal. Exactly. Yes, yes. Exactly. Very pretty. Yeah. How much damage do I take? Uh, that is 10 psychic and 5 regular damage. Um, Skid will use his sentinel attack to attack with a spear as he attacks Barry. All right. Miss. Very good. All right, Thax, you're up. All right. Go for a regular hit. Uh, 15 misses. 15 misses. Miss. All right. Two misses. Bear you up. Great. Uh, just continue shocking him. Ooh. Ooh. Not bad at all. 27 total. Lightning. Scrap your kill. Oh, man. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Roasted him. Yeah. Uh, so you see, yeah. How, what, how, what's happening to him? Yeah. 
I uh, imagine his uh, he just starts roasting and bubbling, and then eventually his beard bursts into flames on his uh, very chest, and then uh, his uh, body just uh, detonates. Detonates, yeah. Uh, the Shardland is completely unaffected. You see, like, his head and limbs explode with bloody fury. On the ground, there's a scorch mark in every direction where his head, legs, and arms used to be out in outward directions of, of just sprayed blood and ash. Oh, no. Fuck. Uh, uh, did I do that? You did. Uh, good job. Uh, Graham, are you okay? Yeah, is he all right? This one's fine. Yeah. Give this one some time and we can talk to him in a little bit. He's a, he's a potion. Should we bring him with us? You want to take a charred corpse into town? We can just, put it in that bag. Just relax for just, a second. Just Collect relax. our thoughts. Oh. All right. Here, let me get the jawbone. Holy fuck. Fuck. <sighs> My chest hurts. <sighs> My back hurts. Fuck the sunlight, man. Fuck. I'm going to need a plan if we're going to deal with our father. I plan to deal with the whole bunch of Duraga. There's a lot of information out there that we don't know. Assumptions are a dangerous thing to make right now. This kid's mind's going a mile a minute, but he catches a thought, and uh, he pulls out the bloodstone, and he activates it to see where the closest sunlight is. Yes. Closest sunlight to you is due southeast. World, southeast. Spine of the world, southeast. Mm. Let's get smiles a little bit. 